Why, hello, hello there. My name is my name is Riley, and I'm here. I'm I'm here as always with Hunter. Um, you know what's funny? We're no. gonna be hitting. Oh, <laughs> we're gonna be hitting eighty this week, and this is the week I get sick. This is the one where I get phlegmy and have like a mild fever, and this is the one where I'm like. Right as it's getting hot, my body's like, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> 80 for Brady? Let's go, 80 for Brady. I still have yet to see it. Kino <laughs> of the year, clearly. Um. So, yeah. Um. Oh, look at that. So I do. Do are we starting with news, Senor? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I okay. just want to get that out of the way. So normally we do five. But there was kind of too much this week, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go in release order just to give you like my my honest reactions as it was happening. I'll go quick. I don't have too much thoughts on them, but yeah, Sunday the Academy announced that a movie has to play in 15 to 20 U.S. markets. It can no longer just drop in LA for a week and then contend for Oscars. So like international movies, hyper indie movies, streaming movies, those like won't count now unless they put them in theaters in a bunch of different areas. And I I guess I get where they maybe where they maybe would come from because maybe like they want the mass audience to know them because they've been criticized for nominating things nobody's able to watch. I guess, so. but like often movies get a lot of recognition because they're nominated. Example, Parasite. You know. That's that's true. How did I get? And I, I don't know if this is just the best picture category, but I, I think it might be like every category. So like. Like like when two when Andrea Riseborough got Best Actress, that wouldn't have happened with this movie because two Leslie <laughs> didn't play anywhere really. It was just at a film festival and then like a like a digital release on like Prime or something that no one cared about, and then they kind of just shoved it into Best Actress. But now that can't happen. But like some studios don't have the money to do that. So it's, like, kind of unfair, I feel like. Yeah, those movies won't be able to get the recognition. And, like, international movies, like like Drive My Car, the only reason that got in was because critics groups were going for it, and that's what got it to be super popular afterwards. But that can't happen now, at least at the Oscars, because they have to play in the U.S. and, like, 15 places. Why, why do they want me to drive their car? Because it's a three-hour <laughs> slow burn. <laughs> they need you to drive through boredom. Except that movie is fantastic, by the way. Three hours of... Three hours of, 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 of talking. And and themes. And, and talking. Lots and lots of talking. It's a, it's a very Oscar-y, baby movie. But it's very good. Alright, so then Monday, right? Kick off the day. I'm at work. First day, 
get the news. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Hello, <laughs> people. Hello, live action Moana. <laughs> he announces he's back, but he doesn't announce the actress for Moana. It's another fucking Dwayne the Rock Johnson in a jungle movie. It's an ego. Pro- no, it's jungle and sea. And sea. The difference oh, yeah. is, it's he's yeah. at sea now. It's an ego stroke. <laughs> it is. He he was he his ego is hurt when Black Adam bombed. So he's like, um, I think we need to make a big movie. So he went to Disney, and he's like, Yo, let's make live action Moana. Live action remakes make money, and Disney, the incredibly creative artists they are, said, Yes, <laughs> yes, we agree with this. So everything's on the table now. Live action Pixar. Live action everything else, right? Big Hero 6, get that into the movies. Toy Story, basically live action anyways because of how realistic it looks. Live action Incredibles, let's go! How how did he manage to do it, though? I understand Disney, I mean DC, because they were sort of like dying. They're like, please, somebody help us. And Dwayne The Rock Johnson's like, I'll save you. I'll save, I'll save the save DC me. universe. <laughs> Only I can change that. Only hierarchy. I can do it. <laughs> like, okay. Did he look at the Disney remakes and is like, you want to stop being criticized? I can make that change. And then it, literally everyone on the internet was like, no. <laughs> please, God, no. Live action Tamatoa, please. Make a live action. Make a live action. Bionicle. That's God. Starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Ooh, you had me, and then you didn't. <laughs> and then later that evening, Warner Brothers added to the pain and said. Hey, we're rebooting Harry Potter for HBO. And everyone's like, why? Well, there's literally no purpose to rebooting Harry Potter. Like, the series literally ended 10 years ago. Why are you rebooting it? And J.K. Rowling is involved. Neat. Really cool. Um, yes. Instead of expanding the mythos of the deep and not very, not very deep. Like, they could Harry do Potter so much with the show. They could do so much. But they're just like, you know what'll get the audience in? If we just do the same thing again. <laughs> just make it again. And that's really Pog. I think I think they're in the same situation Harry Potter is that Star Wars was with the prequels. Because they're like... We want George. We want. You know, I mean, George. The prequels. Sorry, they're like we don't want George Lucas anymore. Just like they don't want J.K. And then the second they're gone, it's all of a sudden sucks, and they want him back. And it's still gonna be shit when they come back. <laughs> it's gonna be this never-ending loop. You watch. I'm calling it now. Well, I'm just. Does <laughs> I'm that mean they're now. they're done with the Fantastic Beasts movies? God, I hope so. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. It's Those just are really shit. Kill the franchise. Kill it now. So like each season is a book. And that isn't, like, inherently a bad idea. Like, if you had to reboot it, I guess that's how you'd want to reboot it. Percy Jackson. But yeah. Percy Jackson never never got its Yeah, it out. never finished its book series, first of all. It's, and also, they apparently cut out most of the good stuff. And those movies were, like, two hours. Right? The books are, like, 500 pages long. Those fuckers could be turned into, like, like 
eight to ten episode shows, you know. Plus, we're going to get to see Lance Riddick again. And that's going to be pretty cool. Harry Potter can't have that, so fuck. In, wait, he's, he's, he was in Percy Jackson? No, he's going to be in the new Percy Jackson. I think he's... He's either... He's a Greek god in it. I don't know if he... I, I think he's Zeus. I think he's Zeus. I wonder how they're going to do that, then. Well, I mean, they already filmed it. Yeah. But, you know, season two, if it pops off. Oh, which it will. People unironically say Percy Jackson clears Harry Potter. And that's kind of funny, because most people at our school only read Harry Potter. So I guess I couldn't tell you. I read the two first two books for Percy Jackson. I like the second one a lot. Sea of Monsters, is that what it was called? Those movies were ass. <laughs> Those movies were fucking awful. It's true. I'm glad they're rebooting because there's and it's got a, a decent lead. I like the kid lead with middle schoolers this time. Yeah, it, endangered children in the movie. <laughs> Warner Brothers, however, they they have one L on their track record, but now they have a W with the Blue Beetle trailer. I thought it looked okay. Yeah. I feel like the movie's going to be a little bit better than the trailer. It's going to be mid. I'm, I'm going to be. It, I'm going to hope it's going to be slightly good, not phenomenal like people are hyping it up. I'm going to call like a six. Pretty good. Maybe a seven. That's yeah, about where. That's what I, I was thinking too. Go. Six, maybe a seven. Thinking seven ish. Because seven's good. Six is a little bit above mid. It's like slightly less mid. It's like you you wouldn't maybe watch it again, but like it's it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's like the default number. It's a six out of ten. I grew up with I the I was first introduced to Blue Beetle in the uh, Brave and the Bold. I feel like that's Batman. where most people got introduced I, to a lot of DC characters. I always thought it was uh, the uh, Young Justice, but was it? Well, I, Brave and the Bold came out before. Yeah, that. that's, yeah, yeah, that's true. But, yeah. <laughs> so then, Tuesday morning. Our time was like 4 o'clock. I wasn't awake for that. But you woke up and the Across the Spider-Verse trailer dropped. The third one. The third trailer. Um, still has two months to come out. Um, but uh, I actually finally slightly understand what the fuck is going on with the plot now. You don't? No, like <laughs> now I people? do. I see people on Twitter like oh, it's still like why is why is twenty ninety nine still after Miles? Why? Well, like the why? first two trailers literally gave you nothing. They, why? He's chasing them, and I'm like, oh, what? This third one, this third trailer, finally told you. He he has to make a choice. He's to save someone he loves in the multiverse, and it's gonna be really funny if the universe ending bad guy is Spot. That's <laughs> true. It's just some guy that can. Make portal. His dad is the one who's dying. That's what I think. And he's like, Jefferson I have to save Davis. my yeah Jefferson. Da oh, I have yeah, to save they my show dad. The, the shot of like falling. I'm like, I have to save my dad. But in actuality, what he does is he makes it so his mom dies. That's the plot twist. Oh, so he goes <laughs> to save his mom, his dad, and his mom dies. Instead, they always have to replace. They can't. He can't change anything. But he ends up changing something anyways. So neither die. I'm just curious why this is a two-parter. This feels like it could fit in one. So they're probably hiding a lot, and that's that's, that's exciting. But also, 
Okay. Spartan. Spartan. Jason Schwartzman. Changing spot to being spot man to dimension hopping god? Question mark? <laughs> Question. That just is chill as fuck. He's yeah. just like, I'm spot. Like that's he's just I'm spot. The the sad thing is I've only seen people talk about the uh, the oh my gosh it's connected to the MCU yeah like yeah like okay. a walrus <laughs> like yeah, a walrus like, a walrus. like oh okay <laughs> I guess that's cool yeah they did mention it <laughs> everything's connected guys cool <laughs> don't cool. really care you don't have to clap like monkeys in the theater when they reference that. <laughs> See, that's that's just a, that's sort of a that's like that's like a that's like a cringe thing. It's like, yeah, Sony, you get it. You made a multi-billion-dollar movie. Congratulations. I don't care. But like, yeah, No Way Home has soured over time for me. It, it has wow. not aged actually, quite well. I actually think that if the fourth one is pretty good i think tom Holland might be my favorite spider-man oh as of as of now he is if the fourth one is actually pretty good because i think there's a lot they can do with it see there's enough reports on spider-man 4 for it to feel like it's seven movies so i'm kind of just i'll wait to see what the movie is before i make any decision anywho then Barbie trailer number two <laughs> drop. Let's the posters go. And the posters. All those fucking like twenty something character posters. That shit is so good. I think I've watched that Barbie trailer no joke yeah. like twenty times. And it is so too. good. I keep. I tell. I showed it to my mom, and she's like, "What the fuck? It's a live." I'm like, "It's a live action Barbie. It's gonna be so good." <laughs> and she's just like, "No, it's not. There's no way." And she thought it was gonna be. I'm like just you wait it's gonna be so <laughs> good picture. it's gonna be so good i was just fixated on alan the whole time and that fucking poster is awful <laughs> then i looked up who alan was and he was a discontinued character from the 60s yeah so like okay that's kind of cool but who the fuck is alan still i need to alan know the barbie is mythos. ken's and they literally put this in quotes best friend <laughs> That can either mean very gay lover or Ken doesn't know Alan exists. <laughs> but, like, Alan just attaches himself to Ken. <laughs> now, they have a bunch of celebrities, but I feel like they're not going to have, like, characters much. It feels like extended cameos more than anything. Outside of the main two. And then I guess Simu Liu. The evil Ken. Evil. In quotation marks, because yeah. he's probably going to be actually decent. Because so, you you know this isn't a kids movie, right? This movie's like PG thirteen. Where'd the thirteen come from? Oh, probably the sexual stuff. Well, the jokes, yeah. But from what I've heard, I, I don't know specifics. But from what I heard, it's made for adults that used to play with Barbies more than people who are children playing with Barbies, and it's going to tackle like gender roles and like body image and like capitalism <laughs> and it's gonna someone compared it to pleasantville i've never seen pleasantville you have it's apparently similar to pleasantville that makes sense 
I don't without know. the transportation stuff. <laughs> I, I but you're I, talk, probably yeah probably talking about the standards or yeah because there's well because from I don't know they criticize the standards from that era. If you, yeah, that sounds so. about right. Yeah, and then like people are comparing it to the Lego Movie because it very much is like the Lego Movie. There's just a lot going on. And because of that trailer, I'm taking a swing and I put it in my 10 for best picture. Like an idiot. <laughs> I go back and forth. I'm like, are old white men going to go out and vote for Barbie? But then I'm like, they voted for everything everywhere. So fuck you. <laughs> I'm putting Barbie in my 10 right now. And I'm just going to stick with it. And That's a funny pick. That's a funny pick. Here's the, here's the other thing. You think, you think that... It's PG-13 because kids don't play with Barbie dolls anymore. Well, that's not true, but... Because, sorry. like, the don't Hasbro me. or Mattel it's toys... Mattel. It's most... Yeah, because Mattel absorbed Hasbro. But the... That's mostly just collector stuff now. Barbies? I feel like American Girl dolls are, like, more of the thing that kids would buy now. Now? Well, most people just buy electronics now. That's, that's true too that's true too because yeah. yeah i don't think any anybody buys gi joe or transformers as just collectors to just sit on the shelves i feel like kids still buy it but like i agree it's not as big like i don't I know if you've seen reports of the last years adults make the, the majority of buys for toys so. that's kind of funny i i don't buy legos but if I see a, a one that compels me, I, <laughs> yeah, I just, like, interesting, interesting. They won't buy it for the kids, but they'll buy it for themselves. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> this is my lingo. It's, it's like, yeah, I have four Avatar sets just sitting on my desk. I want to litter that shit. I want to be surrounded by Avatar you Legos. Want, you want to make Pandora on your desk. Except that won't fit everything. I'll have room for like maybe a notebook or my laptop. And like that's it. I have to throw everything else into cupboards and stuff. Do you ever watch those Lego videos of like the mocks that they had? Of like giant Lego battles and stuff? Yeah. That's what you're going to do with Pandora. Pandora. <laughs> well see, I'd have to buy some of those on like a mass scale. And these are spendy. I'm okay. <laughs> I'll just buy the one. Probably mostly because of the leg molds and the head pieces. It's, it is the creature molds. Every nearly every single one has like a new creature in it, and they have like molds where they have to attach the jaw, and some are like weird, like heads. The the first movie is like those dog things with like the ears, and then I have one where it's Jake Sully on like the thing. That's in, in the second movie, it's like in the water. And that's what he's riding into battle with like the super long snout <laughs> mouth thing. So you're an avatar head. Avatar. I don't know the name, but I still don't know most of the characters. But like, it's fine. Doesn't matter. Name it doesn't, one character from The Godfather. <gasps> uh, Sergio Leone. <laughs> the director, Sergio Leone. It's the, the massacred my boy boy. That's his name. <laughs> <laughs> Marlon Brando. That's his name. Don Corleone, that's his name. I got there. <laughs> Don Corleone. I got there eventually. I got there. Anywho, Shrek 5 plus Donkey spinoff announced. Oh, yeah. Let's right. go. Illumination popping off. <laughs> I thought this was DreamWorks. Still. Like, I know oh, they're yeah, the same company yeah, they now, are, but... Yeah, but, but it was because after Mario did that. But yeah, they're the same now. It's just... 
I feel like they just do their own thing while Illumination just Illumination makes the money. See, Illumination makes the money. DreamWorks makes the keynote. Mm-hmm. That's 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 where it's at. Okay. Then Wednesday, Legendary Pictures announces a Street Fighter movie. Yeah. A live action Street Fighter movie. And the execs at Capcom will help produce it. So they saw the Mario incoming success and to bandwagon off of it, they're like, Street Fighter, let's go! <laughs> and then just freaking out. So uh, maybe that's because they're confident Street Fighter Six will pop off. Which I think it will. This has a lot of traction for a fighting game. I mean, even Tekken, I, I've seen a lot more on Tekken, too. Yeah, I think this so. is going to be a good year for fighting games. And, I mean, Mortal Kombat was already made into a movie recently. I think they're still making the sequel. I think. Don't they have two planned? Well, the guy that plays Sub-Zero was contracted for five, but we'll see how that goes. It didn't do very well and wasn't well-received, but anywho. It's not as good as the... So, we've known about this live-action Minecraft movie for like a year now with Jason Momoa. By the way, extremely funny casting, but it's dropping April 2025, two years from now. (laughs) They don't... It. This is gonna be really bad. <laughs> I can't. It's been delayed like fifty times. It was supposed to drop in twenty sixteen. Nine years later, it'll be coming out. That's ridiculous. Just get your animation studio for your trailers to just make one. Like, yeah. Don't at this point. Why live action? Like, since why? Why? Just get Telltale. Let's go. Um, and then Jason Blum. Announced that the FNAF movies drop in October 27th this year. Oh, yeah, with the one photo. FNAF, baby. I feel Let's like it's gonna be go. shit. It will be. This has also been in development since like 2014. We're just like, we're waiting for a good script. The we're writer be like, script. the writer has script, be about to begin shooting. Scrap script starts you know over. What? Now that I look at this, I don't really like how you start this sentence with A. Throws <laughs> <laughs> in the trash. Like, what the fuck? Okay, so... I will do my very small news thing for Friday. And you can chime in with the Star Wars slash Lucasfilm stuff. But Star Wars had a celebration this weekend. Um, James Mangold is writing a Star Wars movie. It's going to be about the first Jedi. It's going to be like a biblical epic. That sounds badass. (laughs) That sounds very badass. It's what they have touched on for Legends, which is very little, is very badass. Very badass. But I don't really know about that And at the same time... James Gunn also confirmed that he is, in fact, writing Swamp Thing. Was a rumor, but now it's been confirmed that he is writing Swamp Thing. And he is shooting a complete unknown, the Bob Dylan, Timothy Chalamet biopic, this August, for a next year release. James? James Mangold. Oh, I was going to yeah, James Mangold. James Mangold is having a very solid... He's writing Swamp He's writing Swamp Thing, probably going to direct it. He's writing and directing the Star Wars movie. 
He just did Indiana Jones, coming out in like three, two, two and a half months. And he's doing this Bob Dylan movie. He's just making movies, you know. But Good if for one him. movie is bad, the Star Wars movie's canceled, though. That's true. <laughs> That's very... If Indiana Jones is... Like, even if, even if it's mid, and it make, I think if it makes money, he'll still do his movie. But if it, like, is, like, okay at the box office, maybe like 400 million, they'll drop it. They'll be like... <laughs> this isn't a billion dollar <laughs> even though none of them ever made a billion dollar i think adjusted for inflation didn't raiders make a billion yeah i think yeah raiders did adjusted for inflation yeah i i thought so i thought so but anyhow i thought i saw that too so i'm pretty sure um i just chimed in you can continue with the Star Wars stuff. Oh, yeah. I have, I have one more thing to add, but I'll let you hop on the Star Wars. Yeah, they have... Um, so, yeah, they announced Tales of the Jedi Season 2. Uh, they showed off some trailers, like Ahsoka. Which Did you, I didn't watch of, any of the trailers. They just dropped one. The other ones you have to find leaked online. That's dark! Because they do exclusive stuff. It's kind of stupid. But yeah, Ahsoka looks kind of cool. They reshot some of the stuff from Rebels, so I'm kind of Mary Elizabeth Winstead's in it, and, and that, that is a mother right there. She's Hera, who's also a mother character. So. Mother. Um, See, I got rid of Disney+. Plus. I might need to get it just for Mary Elizabeth Winstead. They didn't show off any footage for Star Wars Visions, I think. And, um... Oh, the second season. Yeah, the yeah, second okay. season. Wait, Tales of the Jedi's on its second season? Yeah already wow okay yeah um let's see. that's kind of quick didn't that come out like a couple months ago i thought yeah i thought we did. talked about it we did or you talked about it yeah i talked about it. it's it yeah um they revealed the ahsoka list of directors dave filoni steph green peter ramsey peter uh, ramsey did spider-verse yes. the first one so that's gonna be a kino episode uh jennifer get Getzinger, Gita Patel, and Rick Fom... Fom I don't see, I need to that. look these people up, because I want to see their... Most of them have just, like, one. Like, Jennifer, I think she had one. No, Gita Patel had one. I didn't look up Rick Fem... Rick? Is it that an A-M? A-M-U-Y-I-W-A. Let's see. He directed, let's see here, he did six episodes of Mando, he did Dope, I hear Dope, the movie Dope is really, really good, um, he's got a couple writing credits, uh, Dope is the big one, Talk to Me is a big one that I've heard of, only a couple of things, but yeah, seems solid enough. I'm just waiting for the um, skeleton crew cat, the, the skeleton crew director. Yeah, we have John Watts, David Lowery, da the Daniels, Jake Schreier, Bryce Dallas Howard, and Lee Isaac Chung. Fucking loaded <laughs> director lineup. Jesus Christ! Is it six episodes, like one for each director, or is it? Yeah, that's a that's a good like question some are too. doing. The only one that I need jake schreier I, th I thought the daniels were doing two episodes either and... way 
It's the fucking Daniels doing the Star Wars, my guy. That's gonna be so good. Oh, and the trailer leak too. Like I'm not so I had to watch, of course, like shitty low resolution mm-hmm. through someone trying to hide it. Sure. But the footage I saw actually had some interesting stuff, interesting shots, and we haven't seen that since Ryan Johnson. So, I, Ryan Johnson's it the got me excited, and it's about a bunch of kids. Interesting. In Star Wars. Yeah, that's fun. Really talk about that. So, okay, you know. Jake Schreier did Paper Towns. That's like the first thing that comes to mind. He's done some Kanye videos. <laughs> <laughs> um, he did. Oh shit! He did Beef, the new show that came out with Steven Yeun, and that has like a hundred on Rotten Tomatoes right now. It's Steven. <laughs> um, and then he's doing Thunderbolts. So okay, that's cool. That's cool. But um, yeah, that's a gr- that's a great lineup of direct Lee Isaac Chun. I'm glad the man has work. Minari got him stuff. <laughs> Minari was really good. Um, it's interesting. He did do an episode of Mando. Has this episode premiered yet? Ooh. Um. Because I. The latest episode dropped and people were memeing on it. Oh yeah, Jack Black and Lizzo. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't watch it yet. So uh, it this is the Bryce Dallas Howard episode. The people people loved the previous Bryce Dallas Howard episodes, but people are absolutely shredding into this one. I'm sure it's not that bad. Um, the internet is very hyperbolic, so I probably agree. But so. the scene that I saw was really funny. <laughs> so a lot of the scenes are funny from this show. I'll but like, I don't know if it's like supposed to be funny. Well, I guess I don't know Star the context. Wars. It's Star Wars. That's tr- mm, unironic. Cheesy is what it is. Sure. Like, yeah. I think it, people were more just talking about like the color grading. Which is like, fine. You can dunk on the color grading. But... I didn't see the whole episode. No, but anyhow. Yeah. Did it? Did uh, I'll man. I'll save all Mando for when the show. Oh, well, I was just curious if his episode premiered yet, and if people liked it. Uh, I could not. Maybe if I just look at Mando episodes, um. <sighs> I'm excited for Twisters. <laughs> Twisters. I don't know what compelled him to make a second Twisters movie, but God bless him, man. That's such an out-there pick to make a sequel, but I'm very excited. Lee Isaac Chun made one movie, and then everyone's like, he is God, praise me, Lee Isaac Chun. He should have won for Minari, fuck you. Um... You could have just looked up Lee Isaac Chun on IMDb. Oh yeah, that's true. Whatever. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyways, I yeah, I want to move on. So yeah. How many episodes are this season? Ooh, damn, that's a good question too. Because isn't it eight usually? The first two were. We're on seven now. Yeah. Um. Anyways, yeah. Um. They showed off the ahsoka trailer and the internet went nuts because they're like why does dave filoni have to insert his wolf fetish into every single thing and i'm like he likes wolves it's his 
It's just, it's just this thing. It's his sexual. It's just this thing. <laughs> it's his sexual. <laughs> Got an issue with that? Move on. Anyways, this is now the thing everyone is pissed about, right? Uh-huh. Charmin Obad Chinoy. Charmin Obad Chinoy. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm sorry, I butchered it, but she did. A couple episodes of Miss Marvel, and she got... I think she won two Oscars for a documentary. Oh! Shit. Can you repeat that name? <laughs> it's Charmaine Obeyed. Charmaine. That name sounds familiar. Charmaine? O-B-A-A-D. O-B... I think I fucked it up. How do I spell it? Uh, Charmaine O-B-A-I-D. No, I mean Charmaine as well. Oh, <laughs> S-H-A-R-M-E-E-N. Charmaine. Okay, so this lady has won Oscars. So she won for shorts. A lot of um, shorts about the shorts. Middle East or okay. Indian culture. So I was wrong. It wasn't about documentary, damn. Well, they are documentary shorts. Oh, okay. They have that yeah, category. Oh, but, yeah. yeah. Anywho, sh- why are people mad at her? Well, first of all, it's a woman, and she's colored. Mm-hmm. Mix that in with the fact that she is making a sequel movie to Episode Nine, With Daisy Ri- Ridley yes. returning. Yes, 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 I can see that. <laughs> but the thing that sets me off is it's 15 years after, but it hasn't been 15 years that's kind of weird to me. When it but... drops, it will have been nine years. Yeah. And no, I... no, wait. Eight. It'll have been eight years. <laughs> I think this is the one coming in 2025. 2027, it says here. With... Wasn't there one coming in 2025? Dave Filoni has a movie. The Mandoverse. <laughs> yeah, you see. yeah. That's what I saw people getting 20... mad at. 2025 is The Rise of Skywalker. I mean... Is the new Star Wars movie. Oh, from her? From her. Oh, interesting. And then it's James Mangold, and then Dave Filoni is the last one. Yeah. I don't know why people are... Dave Filoni... People just shit on Dave Filoni because they'd like to change their minds all the time. We'll praise him one episode, then they'll hate on him the next one. You know what's funny? He's literally People wanted him to become the creative director of Star Wars, and then he did... Like people got mad at him that his influences are being used in Star Wars. And they're like, well, this is not what I want! And I then they, like, flip tables and shit. I literally saw a complaint that they don't like his high fantasy elements. They like the dark and gritty Star Wars. Star Wars has always been fucking high fantasy. But it's funny. It's funny high fantasy. It, it is funny high fantasy. But, like, their jokes have to be funny. <laughs> J.J. Abrams when he marvel Star Wars. <laughs> I'm going to single-handedly ruin this franchise. <laughs> he's sitting in the chair. He's in the suit, you know? <laughs> I know what to do. I'm going to make a plan, but not make a plan at the same time. <laughs> See? He raises... He gave tips to Ryan Johnson. He tossed him out. <laughs> and he said, I'm going to do my own thing. Like, the literal chat he is. I guarantee those notes were shit. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> he read them. He, like, squinted his eyes. And he was like, there's no fucking way. <laughs> he, like, crumpled it up. He, like, he tossed. He did, like, a basketball like, wait, this shot. this is supposed to be the middle one? <laughs> it's like, 
Wait a minute. And Nothing then J.J. Abrams had to backtrack and then dunk on him. I'm surprised Ryan still wants to do his trilogy. He does. After how the fans treated him. But like... Chad, though, still wanted that's to That's true. Back. That's true. That's like Hayden Christensen getting bullied a ton and coming... Or like the guy that did... That played Jar Jar. He's back. Yeah. He's he a came Jedi back now. And people are praising him now. <laughs> Which is... <laughs> and then like... Hey, I've... I'm glad he's getting the praise, but like, where were you... Jar Jar was annoying, but I did t- t- tolerate him as a kid. I didn't go out of my way harassing the actor because I didn't even know there was an actor there. Well, that's so. because children don't know there are actors. They just <laughs> think it's the character, you know? It's like, it's funny. It's I knew funny Johnny Jar-Jar. Depp, but when I saw every movie with him in it, I saw that character. With Jack Sparrow. Or, like, yeah, or like Rango or whatever. When I was a, I was a really fucking stupid kid, by the way. <laughs> so, they would have Nickelodeon... And then they'd have Nickelodeon, but it was, like, two hours back. What? <laughs> you know? So, like, the time slot was what the main Nickelodeon channel was two hours ago oh, on yeah, a separate that's right. channel. That's right, yeah. But I thought that they were voice acting them live. I don't know why I thought that as a kid. I was just like, yeah, they're doing it on the spot. So I saw two SpongeBob episodes running at the same time. I'm like, how is he voicing them both at the same time? <laughs> As you can see, very, very smart. <laughs> big brain. <laughs> big brain. Mega mind. Let's see. Yeah, that's... Oh, and uh, you might have been thinking, where's Taika's movie? Oh. Kind of a little bit. Okay. Isn't he still doing it? Find it. Let's technically find it. Um, Kathleen Kennedy said something. Yeah, Kathleen Kennedy said he doesn't want to. Um. He doesn't want to bring others into the process of writing of it. So, I saw that. Well, I thought it was something else, but I did hear that she was like. How he writes is like a is like a lonely process, is what she said. Because he writes, yeah, he only she, he's, he's the only writer. She said he has a very unique voice, which is probably like he's a unique person. Yeah, how he does. I things, will, so. I will be seated for his Star Wars movie. And people are just dunking on him like you made one mid movie. <laughs> At this Boo. point, I actually fucking despise that movie. Like, I genuinely have it at, like, 2 out of 10 right now. It's really fun. But, like, I still love Taika as, like, a human being and as, like, a creative person. I'm like, you made one shitty movie, but I still love it. It's like when Brian Singer, before the allegations, made, like, one bad movie, which was, like, um, it was Superman, which isn't even that bad, but, like, people thought it was bad. But, like, he made that movie, but he did, like, the first two X-Men. He did First Class and Days of Future Past, you know? And people are like, well, you made one bad Superman movie, but you know what? Good job, Brian Singer. You did a good job. <laughs> but then he made Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> Four-time Academy Award-winning Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh my... Anyway, you can keep going. Anyways, apparently, apparently, this is apparently, this is from some guy on Twitter, I don't know his chat track record, but he said, 
the reason why it's actually not happening is because Taika's next movie is the Akira movie, which is now apparently actually entering its production. <laughs> that no, what? No, <laughs> no. Is he fucking stupid? <laughs> There's if, no way. If that's true and the movie comes out, it's gonna be shit. <laughs> Taika Waititi Akira? I'm imagining what I saw. I'm imagining Akira. And then I'm trying to put Taika Waititi next to it. Like, I can't. That Those don't mix. But, like, that got canned. He spent a year working on that movie. And it got canned. He was working with WB for a year, and it got canned, right? He was offered a bigger role in The Suicide Squad, but because he was doing Akira, he turned it down, and then it, like, didn't go through, so that's why he did, like, a cameo. He had a bigger role, but because he was doing a That, and he was doing, like, Jojo Rabbit at the same time, too, because, like, Akira was going to come out and, like early 2020 or something but then it didn't go through and then the pandemic happened so it wouldn't have released then anyways i don't know i thought that movie was canceled altogether i don't know what he's talking but about one guy on twitter <laughs> one guy on twitter okay all right incredible stores um my last thing is they like just just for the acolyte you know which is my personal most anticipated i'm kind of even more hyped because um, they talked about the show, and uh, I love Star Wars fans' reactions to it. It makes me hyped even more. You know, one guy is like, he's like, the interesting parts of Star Wars is where, like, you can pick a side. It's not very black and white. And they're like, Star Wars has always been black and white. But he's right, the best the best Star Wars stories aren't in black and white. Um, so they're kind of, and Jodie Turner-Smith, they revealed her character too, and um, she's talking about how Star Wars has always not been, not had strong written female characters. And I'm like, you're you have Leia, and no one in the past, at least. Otherwise, now you have like Bo-Katan and Ahsoka, and that's kind of it. So. But she plays a character from the High Republic who has a fucking lightsaber whip. That's badass. <laughs> Are you telling that's me you the, don't want to watch it? That's badass, yeah. And this is described as a very woman-centric show that's very martial artist-y. You know? Nice. So nice. I'm excited because there's what a I fucking like lightsaber see. whip. <laughs> it's, like, it's like that fucking awful oh. Iron Man villain whiplash. <laughs> but it's, it's Star Wars. And I'm, sorry, it's not Jodie Turner-Smith. It's... um. Uh, Rebecca Henderson who's playing her. The so. lead? Who's the lead? I think it is Jodie Turner-Smith. Oh, but, but the other person The other the... person is the lightsaber whip lady. That's badass. And she's green, too. And, yeah. Literally. Um, Who yeah. is the Squid Game so. guy playing? What were we even talking? We had to pause for like we were watch. We were doing the reviews. I'm done with Star Wars Celebration. Nothing else happened. Oh my gosh, there's one more piece of news. So, Mario Movie... Fuck. <laughs> We're, this isn't the. This will transition into the. Yeah, this, this is a good transition. This this movie was the biggest opening for an animated movie ever. Rip. Worldwide, <laughs> worldwide, 
the the asterisks is that this was a five day weekend and the previous was a three day weekend. So there's like an asterisk there if that counts. But basically, biggest opening for an animated movie ever worldwide. Isn't that just nuts? Critics don't matter anymore. <laughs> Critics don't matter. Critics don't matter. Goes and cheese it and shit anyways. There's a. F- there's the ones who gave Green Knight a fifty on. Fuck you. <laughs> those actually. those people are actually so dumb. Those people are like, you are uh, get that shit away from me. <laughs> they start screaming. They like flip tables and shit. They're. <laughs> They're the people that don't like Power of the Dog, even though it's like a good movie. <laughs> They're like, slow, gay, west... <laughs> they, they flip a table. They just scream Oscar bait, even though they never watched it. <laughs> like, that's them. That's these people, you know? But anywho, let's talk about the Mario movie. I fucking hated it. I absolutely fucking hated it. I don't know what I was expecting, I guess. <laughs> But I sat there in the theater, excited. There was a lot of energy in the crowd, a lot of kids. There was a Chad dad of three in front of me that was just, like, super calm. There were other kids walking up to him, and it was just like, yes, you may talk to them. (laughs) Like, he was super open. That's the best part of the movie, was the dad (laughs) who was able to keep three children tame without them going nuts. Just like... Here is your popcorn. Here is the soda. <laughs> we may now sit. <laughs> he just had that calm dad energy, and that was pretty cool. Anyway, the movie fucking sucked. <laughs> um, I watched it. The theater was packed. Like, yeah. I haven't seen probably this open of a theater since probably Endgame. I think No Way Home was actually. I've mm, seen quite a few packed theaters. I don't. I go to more movies than you, though. But yeah, but like this is like the one of the f- only times I didn't have a seat space in between. Oh, like you had to sit next to someone. So I just, that was really awkward. Yeah. But, See yeah. that that's I swear to God, Sonic Two. I bought the last seat in the theater. I walked up and it was like, "Yeah, ticket to Sonic, please." And they're like, "Here are the spots." There was <laughs> one, and I was like. No fucking way. <laughs> like, I, I jaw dropped. Just like, For a far superior movie. Just too. like, excuse me? <laughs> like, so I'm like, I guess I'll pick the one spot. <laughs> like, oh my God. I don't really have a choice now, do I? So I, I sat next to a mom <laughs> with her kid next to me who kept getting up and sitting on her lap. But it's like, it's fine. Just watch the movie. To watch Knuckles. <laughs> Just watch the movie. But honestly, Sonic is so superior to this movie. <laughs> it is. People are like, I don't know what critics watched, but this was a fun time. I don't know what you guys watched, but I was miserable. I watched it with someone, so I had someone to bear bear with it with me so i feel like i had a better theater experience that's why my rating might be a little higher but i had no reaction like throughout the like there were reactions during the movie but there was like after i was done it was just that was certainly a movie of this year yeah one of the movies 
movies of all time. It's like Morbius, but Morbius is funny. This is ass. Like, like I would give Morbius a lower rating, but like I would infinitely rather watch Morbius <laughs> than this. And and I hear people on Twitter like the soundtrack was bopping. I hear like reference, 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 pop song, pop song, pop song, pop song. It was all '80s pop songs, but it was still pop songs. Yeah, like, like they don't do like what they should have did with the soundtrack. Sorry, sorry. That what yeah, they should have yeah. did was do what usually, um, what they what like they usually do for Mario games or Zelda games, where they take older work and they like just rearrange it. You can kind of hear literally, it, but it's not really there. They have a couple of melodies, like I caught the Mario Kart music from Mario Kart Eight, like. I've played enough Mario games to understand the references, but while I feel like I'm in like the Twilight Zone or something, I feel like I'm losing my mind because <laughs> everyone's like, "Oh, I love these references! I love the attention!" They're like, you're the same fucking people that trash Marvel for this shit. Are you're joking, right? You're joking, right? <laughs> like, you know when they have the Captain Toad? part where they're with the sky block islands or whatever yeah and they were climbing there was one part that drove me crazy because captain toad i assume pulled out the pickaxe and stared directly at the fucking camera and i'm like you've got to be fucking kidding me i don't remember that part was he in the background or something yeah they were climbing peach was climbing and she was struggling so he pulled out a pickaxe and he stared at the camera like what a joke oh this movie goes at a breakneck pace and that is to the detriment i genuinely feel like the trailers had better editing than this because the first trailer is the opening of this movie but while the opening trailer had like suspense and like build up and like proper toned music the opening of this movie plays the fucking kill bill music and then they just throw in more cuts. I'm like, how could you add more cuts? See, that's what why, the fuck? That's why I like the action scenes because they didn't really cut away that much. If you noticed at the end, yeah. they had the one long semi. There was some cuts like, every now and then. There was like, some that were like c cool. Like there was like following Mario, like the games. Like that's yeah. kind of cool. <laughs> no, Bowser singing was sometimes funny, but then they just. I thought it I like... heard I heard it was a rock song, so when he started playing on the piano, I was like, "Wait, this is what you're talking about?" And all he was saying was peaches, and like that's not funny. This is him saying peaches. I could do that. Am I funny for doing that? Excuse me. <laughs> I, I I thought it was kind of they could have did something with Bowser by making him uh, a cringy guy who wanted to just date her, like being a nice guy, you know, like oh she'll love me, but he never talked to her. I don't, you know. Did you stay for both post credit scenes? I stayed for the one and I left. I stayed for the first one as well, mostly because was there a second one? What was the second one? It was Yoshi. Oh. Even though they literally showed Yoshis in the movie. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I saw the there wasn't a green Yoshi, mark. so this one's a green Yoshi. Oh. And then they had the yes at the end of it. And it was like, oh. wow, cool. See, if they literally cut out those like two seconds where the Yoshis were there, then it would have been slightly cooler. But no, they showed the Yoshis in the movie 
and then they put that in the trailer. And I'm supposed to be excited for Yoshi? You literally showed it! <laughs> like, what? And I... Again, I literally could talk about this movie for an hour, but my biggest complaint is that there was no time for anything. And That's very true. People are like, I love that they don't explain everything. They kind of just throw you in. And I'm like, that's not like inherently a bad thing, but you don't know anyone technically, right? The first scene with Princess Peach, she just knows what's going on somehow, even though things just happened. And then Mario shows up and she immediately lets him come on the trip, even though they don't know each other. And then his training montage takes like two minutes and then he's like a perfect fighter. And then, and then Luigi does nothing (laughs) like the entire movie until the end where he finishes his arc that had nothing in between. I, there was one character I tolerated, which was Toad because I liked his jokes. Sometimes. Sometimes. And if you I, make characters more annoying than fucking Toad, you're doing an awful job. I, I, what do you think of Chris Pratt? Bad choice. I'm gonna go ahead and do something a little bit controversial. I actually didn't hate it. I mean, I, I thought nearly, I'm not even joking. I thought Anya Taylor-Joy was fucking awful. I was no, sitting yeah. in the theater and I was like, that's what you're going... You're just... I can't explain... It doesn't work. Like, I can't explain it. But, like, it just doesn't work. I, I really don't know why. It's just, like... Maybe it's the tone of the movie. But, like, I thought she was bad. I thought... Seth Rogen was really bad as well. <laughs> he was so... so he was so fucking... Fred Arm Cranky Con was awful. <laughs> he was really bad and then luigi was just luigi he was just there like it was he worked i guess jack black was like good he was like the best voice performance but he's in the movie for like 10 minutes he's barely in it and like his motives just appear it's like i want to marry peach and it's like yeah that makes sense it's in the mario games like, that's even in Sunshine. He's talking to Bowser Jr. And he's like, I I couldn't get your mother, son. <laughs> this is a real thing. That's his, yeah, that's his motives in the game. He wants a mother for his son because he wants to be a good father. Yeah. So that's fun. That's, that's in the Paper Mario games. He talks about how much he wants to be a good father to his son. Maybe they could have that in the future. But, but I don't know. Uh, this is really bad. I... And, like, the animation was, like, good at first, but then I got to Anya Taylor-Joy, I got to Princess Peach again, and that's when the Illuminationism started kicking in, where, like, the weird body proportions don't fit with anything, or, like, her head is, like, the size of her fucking torso, and I'm just like, that doesn't look right, <laughs> that does not look right. Like, Mario, Luigi, Bowser, look great, Donkey Kong, Toads. Almost every character design is so unillumination that I'm glad that they finally took a chance on it. And then Princess Peach is just the one illuminationism because they can't do humans apparently. 
It just looks really bad. And it just... I keep thinking deep, deep, deep into this movie somewhere. There's a good Mario movie. Buried in this movie somewhere. Buried. And I'm like... Like, I was watching the movie and I saw a better version of the movie in my head. I was like, yo, if this scene played out a different way, oh, I could see how this could lead to this. Like, I was basically watching my own Mario movie at points. So, that's why we're rebooting Mario next week. That's our next reboot, boys. Let's go. Animated? Uh, that's up to us. I guess. <laughs> I I think I'd rather watch the 93 Mario. Have you seen it before? I have seen it multiple times. I've seen it no times. I'm not even joking. Like it's it's because it's so bad it's good. This is just so mid. I'm not I'm not I don't even think it it's mid. I just think it's another Illumination L. Like I see see that that's what I'm talking about. God <laughs> Mario, <laughs> Mario. Uh, like, Again, I could keep going, but like, like the yeah. Oh, sorry. I watched it with a Mario fan, and he's like, "Yeah." There were references, and that's all he was sort of like excited about. But he was willing to just look at the fact that it was just bad, bad. <laughs> and I'm like, "Damn!" If you have Mario fans thinking like that. It's the Damn. highest rated Illumination movie. Damn. Like, on Letterboxd, it's only like a 3.5. It's like an average of 7. Mario? Yeah. It's higher than literally everything. But it's the second lowest on Rotten Tomatoes. Is it? There's no way. It's lower than Minions? No way. Minions is awful. Excuse me? Hop is the worst. Okay, well that makes sense. Hop is ass. <laughs> Hop but is Kino. Hop is no, I would I would infinitely rather watch the Sonic movies, which is That's funny cuz those are like really generic. But like those actually have like character and they live in the cringe. And that's like really <laughs> funny. Yeah. <laughs> they embrace the cringe and that's amazing. They're okay with it. They have scenic. <laughs> Jim Carrey keeps flossing for no reason. God, I hope Shadow's so cool. <laughs> like, is he gonna and like some like of the jokes are actually funny. Knuckles fish out of water stuff is great. Like, I genuinely can see that as like a good like movie. This is like a product almost. This feels this felt like an ad. I'm not even. This felt like an ad. It's not a commercial. It's. An... <laughs> It felt like a 90-minute ad for a Mario movie. And you know what? It almost might be, because this is coinciding with the Super Nintendo World release in Universal. Conspiracy theory time. <laughs> I think they wanted it to come out at the same time to have, like, synergy, you know? It's like, oh, if you liked the theme park, then go watch our new movie. Or, hey, did you know that... You, like, you, you go to the theater and it's like, hey, did you know that there's there's Super Nintendo World, Mario's there. So you're saying Illumination was probably cucked by Nintendo? Well, I'm not going to give Illumination any credit. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I think they willingly willingly agreed to it. They're like, hey, can you make an ad for our 
theme park and they're like absolutely guys no problem i'll make an ad for you you know it's gonna make a billion dollars and it's gonna get a sequel and like two spin-offs because donkey Kong's already confirmed it is I thought so, wasn't it? We've been talking about it a couple of times. I need a Donkey Kong. I need my Donkey Kong Country references. <laughs> They're going to go to Universal for everything now. Say hi to Illumination Metroid. Say hi to Illumination Zelda. Say hi to Illumination Illum- Metroid? I'm not even... Say hi to, like, Smash Brothers movie. I'm not even joking. Illumination Metroid? Uh-huh. <laughs> because they're not going to DreamWorks. Illumination's their bud. It's their it's it's low cost, right? So they make more money, and they can market it so easily, right? Plus, they already have the, the friendship with them, you know. Illumination Zelda. Illumination Zelda. Illumination Metro. There's nothing cute in Zelda though. They can milk. That's not true. They'll find stuff. Tinkle. <laughs> Tinkle. Tinkle. Let's go. Let's go. Tinkle. Uh, Peach. Sorry. Zelda. <laughs> Zelda. Sorry. Sorry. They can My milk, mistake. They can milk the, um... They can milk the wolf. They can milk the lady that rides the wolf. Mid- <laughs> like Joe Biden says. So! So! And so. Obama. Obama. They got. They're. They're gonna. Obama and Joe Biden have to break Trump out of prison so we can get more Minecraft live streams. <laughs> Let's go. No, I. I give it a three. I give it the same ratings Minions: Rise of Gru. I'd actually put it below Minions: Rise of Gru because that movie was like funny for the meme, you know, with like the. The gentleman minion or whatever. Yeah. But like until actual until it became a trend, then it then it wasn't funny. It was anymore. funny at first until it got popular. I feel yeah. like it's gonna be the same as Barbie. I hope my crowd for Barbie's good. <laughs> I don't want it to be cancer. I don't yeah, want it to be people just... fucking screaming. No, I actually I don't want watch the movies. I don't want Sigma people like it's funny on the internet, but I really don't want Sigma people dressing in suits going to the Barbie movie. Like that's not that's not okay. <laughs> that's really not okay. Barbie will be the biggest opening of that summer or the biggest That's not the Guardians. Oh yeah, that's true. That's that's very uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's true. I don't know. According to bo- box office subreddit, Guardians has the lowest pre-order ticket sales. Oh no. Well, see, Mario's gonna make a billion because it has a month to itself. Who the fuck is gonna buy tickets two months in advance? Well, everyone for Endgame bought tickets in advance because if they true. didn't, they were literally screwed. I bought them a month in advance. I'm not even joking. The Because the day they dropped, every website was down. I had to wait until two days later to buy my tickets. And I remember, because it was easy to get them, but when I was talking with you guys, you couldn't get your tickets until, like, way later. So I was, like, I got lucky somehow just to buy tickets that early. But, like, anywho, fun flashbacks. Those were some good times. Those were, when you you could just, yeah. Remember pre-pandemic? That's crazy. That's crazy. Dude, that's nuts. That's crazy. 
We also grew up. <laughs> That's true. Now I think Head Game is like a 7 out of 10. But back then it was like, 9 out of 10 masterpiece! And I cried in the theater like four times. <laughs> I can't believe he referenced the first Iron Man. That's, that was actually literally me. <laughs> like, I was waiting for him to say it. I just knew he was going to say it. And then I cried anyway. Well, that's different because you're a kid. But if you're a 50-year-old man. Yeah, that's kind of cringe. I think... Um... That's kind of cringe. Well, like, and then when he said assemble, I started crying. I cried a couple times in that movie. I'm not ashamed to say it. I was... At least you weren't wailing like a seal like they do no. in the theater. See... When I get excited, I just go, like, I hit my seat, you know? But I'm not, I try to contain myself in the theater. If we have a reaction on here, I'll scream like an ape. But, like, in the theater, I try to have some decency, you know? But, yeah. What would you give the Mario movie? I give it a four. It's a little bit above mid. A little bit below mid. Because I feel like mid is a harsher punishment than bad. Sometimes. Unless you're bad and, like, unredeemably bad. Yeah. Like, Suicide Squad. But this is, like, bad mid. Like, the mid you're going to, like, forget. Like, Lightyear? Like, Lightyear. Good mid is, like, the mid that... That's, like, Shazam. Yeah. That's, like, like good Shazam. mid. And then, you know, there's, like, good, which is, like, you know, seven. Like, yeah, yeah, pretty good. And then there's great, which is, like, eight. And there's, like, nine, which is, like, Fan. epic awesome. And then messed up. The messed up. The messed up. And one is bad. Two is no. One is bad. one is terrible. Two is bad. Three is like bad enough. You know, could be worse. Could be worse. <laughs> You're saying the Mario movie could be worse. It actually could have. That's been. that's actually what Ben told me. He's like that could have been a lot worse. It could have been, but I thought it was really bad. They should have. You know what's had... so funny? I got out of the theater. I sent that. I sent the Willem Dafoe what <laughs> meme, and then I just the first thing I wrote down in my notes was Mario movie reboot for next week. That's the first thing I did. I'm like, all right, we are, gotta reboot this. Are shit. they gonna do a Smash Bros. crossover if you played Kid Icarus? Oh yeah. Why did they even like... reference Kid Icarus? Nobody fucking played those game those games. <laughs> yeah, no one played them. Again, references. That's all they care about. The only reference I liked was Punch-Out! Because it was in the background. Well, he actually like ended up was in it. the Punch-Out! thing. At oh, the yeah, he did. He did, yeah. And he was next to the Jumpman game. I don't know. I, I got every reference, right? I've played a lot of Mario. And I just know a lot about Mario, right? But every reference made me cringe. I, that toad one, I swear, I swear, I no. I feel like I'm when crazy, he said it's the only one. when the guy said blue shell, I literally cringed in my seat. I was like, I, I I'm like, I literally almost started crying. It was so. <laughs> I'm not even joking. It was near the end. I'm watching this movie and I can feel my <laughs> eyes welting, and I was like, this is so fucking atrocious i can't believe it that ending is awful i can't believe it like you're telling that luma was awful like i get it was like for the funny haha nihilism but like six-year-olds don't know that well 
That's not true. I feel like six-year-olds know nihilism now. <laughs> thing is to death is the only way to escape. <laughs> it's like <laughs> eternal punishment. And then as they're about to get burned alive, it's like, freedom! <laughs> like, inherently, that could have been funny, but, like, the voice didn't work. Because it was like a... Freedom. <laughs> I can ask. Freed. It should have had Orson Welles. <laughs> He's dead, excuse <laughs> for AI voice. Like, have you fucking heard his voice as Unicron, dude? Oh my gosh. Finally. Freedom. <laughs> freedom. I can't believe he did that movie. That's insane. I know. I looked like, wait, are you joking? Orson, Academy Award winner, Citizen Game director, Orson Welles, Transformers in the movie. How much did they pay Orson? Oh my god, he is, he was like actually obese. He ate so much food. That's why Hodorowski wanted him as the Baron. His first thought for when he was making Dune was, I need a fat guy. <laughs> Orson Welles! So you're telling me he's Unicron IRL. Yes. <laughs> the Literally whale. the only way Hodorowski could get Orson Welles to do the movie was he had to, he had to go to France where Orson Welles was at this restaurant and then Hodorowski was talking to him and was like I will hire this chef to cook for you every day and that's what sold him to do the movie because it's like I get food from this restaurant <laughs> Chad Orson Welles <laughs> pay me through food it's like mmm restaurant mm. I get to stuff my face every day how that I want to see that documentary but I know the how that's one? Oh, uh, Holderowski's oh, done. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know how his story ends, and it is wild. He didn't even read the book. He just came up with like the basic ideas for it. Oh, yeah, I think I remember hearing about that. And how it ended was like way different because like Paul would have become like a god that like transcended the universe and shit. Like, it got insane. Like, was was he attached to writing it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Then I don't know how it works then. Because, <laughs> like, like, Paul Verhoeven read, like, a couple chapters of Starship Troopers, and he just... But he didn't work on the script. He just did it to get an idea. Oh, sure. No, you know? So I that's think... how I thought it would have worked. No, I'm pretty but, sure Hodorowski you know. wrote it. Yeah. Cause that sounds he, messy. <laughs> he does like really experimental movies his most known movie is the holy mountain and if you've seen images from that movie you're just like i don't even know what i'm looking at right now <laughs> let's see right now like what what am i looking at right the now? holy mountain the holy mountain yep 73 let's see let's see what the fuck this yeah. is i don't know this reminds me, me of clockwork orange but Yeah, like, look at that. What is that? <laughs> what is going on here? Like, this guy. What is going on here? <laughs> it's symbolism. I don't know. Like, I don't know. That reminds me of a clockwork orange, but oh, whatever. This guy just comes up with stuff, and he's just like, yeah. 
I need <laughs> I need this. This is what I'm looking for. Anyway, you can hop on to your other reviews now. Unless you want me to do my year at the Oscars. Let's just hop into my review. What? Are you looking at what? Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we'll save that for last. Yeah, you ready? You ready? Yeah, yeah go for it. Okay. Okay. Did you didn't, oh, you just had one review? Okay. That was just, it. <laughs> I literally just had the Mario Let's start off with my uh, movies first. So I was in a zombie kick because I've been playing Resident Evil. So I decided, why not? I liked Ex Machina, so why won't I watch uh, 28 Days Later? Because I heard it was pretty good. I liked it. I mean, I watched it. It's actually pretty great. Um, we just talked about the 2003 Oscars. Yeah. So what if I told you, what if uh, this movie was replaced replaced Chicago? I would I would be happier. Even though it got zero nominations anywhere. Sadly, yeah. You know, the guy who did the cinematography for this, which is great, by the way, lost or won for Slumdog Millionaire. Well, that's because it's Danny Boyle. So that makes sense. He brings a lot of people over. Like, the score that won for Slumdog Millionaire, he brought that guy back to do 127 hours and stuff. And you've heard, you probably heard the score for 28 Days Later. I'm sure if you I'm... heard it, you would recognize it. Like yeah, it I'm goes sure. insanely hard, and this is probably my favorite Killian Murphy performance until Oppen until Oppenheimer. Let's go! And uh, they have they have um, I forgot his name already. The writer, oh, fuck me, Justin Gar, uh, uh, not Justin Roiland, Alex Garland. They have his you know feminism in it. Justin Roiland. Through. Yeah, I was gonna say Justin Roiland. They have his feminism halfway through it, and um, I I think it's kind of spooky. It was a pretty spooky movie. Like, and I like how they did the zombies too. Like instead of just generic zombies, they like um, so pretty much what it is is it just makes the caveman part of your brain more active. So like st- they're still in there, but they're just in there always in their constant fight response. Like, they're always in their flight-or-fight response, which I think is interesting. I came up with an idea when I was 12 that that's what the zombies were. But, yeah, that's awesome. And, um, well, Banshees is in the movie. Um, I had his name at the tip of my tongue, too. Brendan, Brendan Gleeson. Yeah, Brendan Gleeson. He was the best character. He's funny dad. Uh, the only issue I have is probably the editing. Uh, sometimes it works because very, very, you know, when it switches to zombies, it's very cutty. But sometimes it's like unnecessarily cutty and cuts very awkwardly when they're talking, especially near the end, like the right as the third act ends. It's just kind of weird to me. But I will say the third act is actually perfect. Um, and. Yeah, and I give it a 9 out of 10. I think you should watch it sometime. Probably not until Halloween, but... Eventually. Eventually. Soon. I'll get to it. And then I watched 28 Weeks Later, right after. I heard it was actually not that bad, and it wasn't that bad. I don't remember what I gave it, but it was not that bad. This movie has, um... The opening sequence is really good, though. I'm just gonna spoil it, okay. but... 
Um, so pretty much it's just a family in their little house, you know, in Britain, right? Because Britain is closed off in these movies mm -hmm. from the outside world, which is pretty interesting too. Um, so it is, um, what's his, you, what's his name too? Um, um, He'll get to it. Oh yeah, Robert Carlyle. You, I don't know if you know him. I know Robert him from some things. Carlyle. I know him from some things. But yeah, they run across a boy knocks on their door, and they think it's like this missing person from the household. So they let him. Uh, they let him through. They let him in anyways, and he's being chased by zomboids, and the mm -hmm. zomboids break through. Oh no! Nice. Right? That's kind of spooky. And so they run up. Some of them split off, and you see the family get murdered. But then you see the dude with his wife and this adoptive son. They go upstairs, but they eventually break down the door where they're locked upstairs. And no joke, Robert Carlyle's character fucking dips. He just leaves him behind, and you just see the mom pounding on the window as he's running away. Yo. And she just gets eaten. And it's like... That's pretty awesome. And there's Base. this chase sequence that you've probably seen in memes of him running and the zombies are coming over the hill. That was that was actually a good chase sequence. But actually it skips to the zombies being dead, which I thought was interesting cuz I'm like, "Oh. Okay. What? The zombies are dead now." Interesting. So is it not a zombie movie? Well, um the zombies are dead. So America are you are you getting are you getting it uh -huh. now? America, America comes and they're like, "We'll fix your problem for you," and then they they fuck things up. They're like, "Oh, they so they um." America. It turns out the mom is alive. Oh, <laughs> cool. She's actually she's like something that actually happens with some diseases is like they evolve and they're just like they just have carriers now. So she's just a carrier. Mm. She's not like actually infected. So she infects Robert Robert Car Carlyle's kids. Who were, got managed to get evacuated earlier? Come back and they're like, "Where's mom? Oh, mom's dead. Oh no. Oh no. Forced drama. I can't wait for this to show up in the third act." But no, they kill Robert Carlyle off right away, and I'm like, "Yay! No more forced drama." And I thought the the themes they were going for was actually interesting until they just have Robert Carlyle as a zombie throughout the entire movie chasing the kids, and it's really weird. And I was like half asleep the entire movie. <laughs> it's just really boring. But there was one interesting shot where it was they would go into the subway system, but the camera is like the 3D scope, is the uh, night vision scope. Oh, okay. So I thought that was interesting because they're like beating a zombie to death and you just see the scope, don't really see the zombie. That was pretty cool. Um, Jeremy Renner's in the movie. I think this is his audition for Hurt Locker. Because he was generic white military guy. And he's like, you guys get out of here. I'll stop these flamethrower guys. And he gets fucking burned alive. Cool. <laughs> uh, I don't remember what I gave it. But it's not Something that bad. Something out of ten. Now we get to the good stuff. The Spadicey. Spadicey? <laughs> Resident Evil 4 Remake. Nice. You've heard good things. I have only heard good things. 
is... outside of the cringy, weird pervert people. Yeah, them too. Um, so far, this is my game of the year. Out of we'll how s- many games you've we'll played s- from we'll this s- year? We'll, we'll, s- <laughs> we'll see how long that lasts, though. But um, from what I've seen from the original, I'll bring in some things. Like Lewis's character. You don't know him. But apparently he was a very pervy, pervert character that just sort of appears and then shows up when the plot demands and then dies. But here he is actually a character. What? He, he's like... Because he's an ex-umbrella uh, person, right? Okay. And it's like, Leon doesn't really trust him, you know? But like, you see like, oh, so he's trying to make up for that. And you kind of respect that. Oh. And you know, uh, so Leon, he's he has to go to uh, the uncivilized part of Europe. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> to uh, save the vice president's daughter. Ashley, um, and yeah, it's kind of it's interesting because Leon is actually a character now. Because in two, you didn't really see that, but now he's like he he has this trauma from the Raccoon City outbreak, but like you can tell he's like depressed because of the voice acting and how he talks about those events, and he always like makes a joke, you know, like cracks a joke. You know, because he's trying to hide his pain. So he's just like... Leon voice acting nomination? He's, he's, he's actually like... nomination? He's actually like a character, and the voice acting was actually pretty good for Leon. So... Funny... I funny didn't think I'd like... He, <laughs> yeah, the, you know, the iconic village, you know, he fights all the zombies, the bell rings, and they go into the church, and he's like, where'd everyone go, bingo? As the camera pans <laughs> out. <laughs> And then the logo, and then the logo, and yeah, yeah, yeah. The quick time events are gone. Okay. Um, they replaced them with actual <clears throat> gameplay now. So, like, the boss fight scene with Krauser, the first one, it used to be just a shitty CG quick time event, but now it's like a knife fight. And you're like, knife fight? Right? The knife was pretty much useless in Resident Evil 2. Now you can parry. Yo. So like people throw axes and they go. I've seen that. That's <laughs> so yeah. good. It's so, or the chainsaw. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you're telling me director nomination. I think this is the, one of the best well-designed games I've played. Interesting. I think. See, a lot I'm of just the trying to mold together well. I'm just trying to think of the melee. not Zelda contenders. I'm just like, what could beat Zelda? <laughs> they actually tried with the score. But I think okay. that's possible, especially since they made the... Well, see, the Game Awards don't like Resident Evil. Despite what you might well, think. I they do. don't <laughs> like Resident Evil. Like, Alright, 7 came out, they gave it director, and like, that's it. When 2 Remake came out, it got under-nominated with 5, and it didn't win anything. And then three happened, or three remake, and I got like one. And then uh, Village happened, and it got like four under nominated, but with the performance win because of the memes. So, like, we, even if it's like the best one, I could still see it getting some misses. Like, I could see it missing like performance or score. I'm gonna you know. tell you this this is the Top Gun Maverick. The Top Gun Maverick. Like this is the this is the callback to another 
to another, you know, era of film or games. You know, like Red Barrels. 360 PlayStation 3 era games had Red Barrels. They did. I was almost going to bring Uncharted today so you could finally start playing it. The first one, a lot of Red Barrels. A lot of Red Barrels. You know, there's... there's traders that you meet halfway through you know to, to sell to things you know upgrade upgrading equipment no skill tree linear once when you go past a certain point there's no going back potters dude oh my gosh nice. it's actually called back to an era to a previous era of games and i, I i'm all for it the one-liners are cheesy and great characters are actually given depth Ada Wong, I think, is personally better in this game than she was in RE2, and I thought she was great in RE2. Um, I like also how the game is structured, how there's a villain every act. You know, there's there's one overall, but there's, like, one per act. Like, there's the first one with the big guy with the top hat and the beard, or the second one with the the funny, if you've seen the short guy with the funny hat. I don't know if you've seen him. I think his name's Salazar. And, and then there's the cultist leader or whatever. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Um, I actually give it a 10 out of 10. I, I cannot think of a single flaw. No matter how hard I I, I, I nitpick, I, I can't think of anything. Damn. Although I have seen some bugs, but I never personally ran into them. I don't know yeah. if you've seen them, too. But. I haven't. Yeah, this is my personal favorite Resident Evil game so far. That's, yeah. And I've played See, I'm just four. Two, three, four. And, oh, and then you're going to get to five. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, also, I'll add that what they're doing with the remakes is interesting, too, because they're, like, actually, like, making it more cohesive and more of, like, an actual narrative. Cause is I, it the same story as the original? Yeah, it's just slightly modified to like actually like make it have a story because like i saw the original story it's awful damn like i'm willing to say it's actually it sounds shit on paper but this is actually like digestible it's not like as deep as you like you're not gonna find social commentary in it social commentary but it, it's pretty good. like game award winner as dusk fall <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah social commentary and leave your wife to die. <laughs> slowly, I've been, for the past, like, two weeks, I've been slowly itching away at a three-hour-long story summary of the Resident Evil franchise. I don't know what's going on. That's And that's where right. I'll get into five. I don't know what the story's about, and I'm all for it. <laughs> Chris, you know Chris Redfield, massive muscles as big as his fucking legs absolutely jacked fights in africa he fights black people in africa and he's american and they're Wait. contaminated with the virus kind of sus Wait anyways the japanese the, the shine the two shining stars albert wesker and chris redfield they have been rivalries since the first resident evil game mm-hmm. all right albert wesker super powered being Chris Bean. Redfield, Jacked American. <laughs> Who will win? <laughs> the Jacked American or the super fast super soldier? Someone. Probably Someone. the Jacked American. <laughs> Who punches boulders. 
kicks ass. I fucking <laughs> he doesn't punch it. He fucking uppercuts it. <laughs> this is when Capcom was like, we need to make it action focused. This was that era when yep. video games were just military shooter. I'm I'm yeah, ironically I... for it. Okay. Like well, I think you're gonna be not for it when six happens i'm not for it with six so far i've only played an hour of six so far i'm not for it i'm so confused as to what's going on Sounds but five they're gonna remake five and six i hope they remake five because there is something in the game but it's just the story is bad like actually shit and this is when they introduce co-op I think it's interesting, especially sometimes, like, the characters split off. So I think that co-op feature would be interesting if you're playing with a friend. Uh, you know, like, you have to defend them while they have to find a way for you to access this... Access going forward. Um, also, managing, like, resources. You share the same inventory, kind of, with them. Not really. They You have your both separate inventories. So, like... Oh, I'm gonna have the shotgun, and you'll have the you'll have the machine gun ammo. I think you know the co-op feature actually seems kind of epic and awesome, but I'm not gonna play online. Um, the missions are like ten minutes long. They introduce zombies with guns. That was kind of that was kind of stupid. That's kind of funny, actually. That's see, I'm just curious how they go from zombies to werewolves and bands. I'm interested too. Well, they went from the guns because Las Palagas, it's an updated Las Palagas from Resident Evil 4. Oh, yeah. Even though the events of Resident Evil 4, how'd they get their hands up? Whatever. Yeah. Don't think too deep. <laughs> Whatever. You're I mean, not going to get the answers the, you're looking Maybe for. the play that's in between 4 and 5 will make sense. I'm not even joking. There's a play? There's a fucking play. <laughs> Are you going to watch it? I uh, know I watched it on YouTube and I had no. no I'm saying, idea oh, was, so you did watch. I it. had no idea what was going on. That's supposed to explain <laughs> it. Like I'm telling you, half the stuff in between these games make no sense. They just come up with stuff out of their ass and like, what if? <laughs> what if? <laughs> what if we have a new virus but never bring it up again? They just throw stuff out there because they're like, this is what the kids will play, right? Exactly. And, exactly. So how how deep are you going to get into this? I'm not going to play any of the spin-offs, I don't think. You're not going to play Zero, Revelations, If they make remakes Code of them, Veronica. Probably, because I hear I Code play the originals. I might play the I'm going to play remake. RE1. I might play the original remake, because that's probably... that's I think that's the only one you can find. I'm not going to play Zero, because I hear that's actually awful. Sure. So I'll just play the mainline ones. Maybe if they remake... Veronica or Revelations, because I hear they're making Revelations three. Well, but then you gotta play Revelations one. No, because the first one is with Chris and Jill, and the second one is with Claire and someone I don't forgot her name already. The child? A child? No, it's a different child. Oh. I think it's Rebecca Chamber. No, Who? that's Resident Evil Zero. I literally don't. It's Resident Evil I Zero. own a couple of them. It's just I can't get. Maybe it's because I'm trying to play the first one. But the first one is so boring. I know you're not supposed to say it. Every time. This happens every time. I get like two hours in, and I have enough stuff, and I'm just like, I don't know where to go. 
I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> like, I just walk around. I, like, have stuff on me. And I'm just like, okay, I've been in this room. I've been in, like, I just feel like I'm aimlessly walking. But, like, people are like, that's the point. You're supposed to, you're supposed to discover. I'm just like, okay, but discovering is boring. It's <laughs> 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 boring. I want everything laid out to me. Discovering is fucking boring. That's why you have to play for. Because and the camera's really, like, like bad, but in, like, a funny way almost. Because one camera angle's aiming down the hall. You're, like, in the corner. <laughs> and then, like, you go, you have to go down that hall. <laughs> And then, like, halfway, it cuts and you're moving down the hall, but, like, to the camera. And then it goes to, like, a separate room. It's, like, at a corner. It's, like, above you. And then, like, it, like, And then there's a zombie down that hallway, but you shit at aiming, so you waste all your aim. Yeah, you have to go... It's, like, no precise aiming. It's, like, super jagged, (laughs) almost. And then you die. (sighs) Yeah. Remember the voice acting for the original? It's really funny. (laughs) It's so funny. Like and the music's so weird. It's like a like a cool eeriness to it that I really liked. Like the second one remake, two remake, doesn't really have music, but I think that works for it because mm-hmm. the silence is like helpful. So when you hear no, what the fuck, or like it's just silence. You're it's like Mr. X is coming by. You're like, oh fuck it. Like the it's silence helps. But there's, like, a really cool eeriness to one where, like, you aren't really sure what's making it. It's, like, a mix of, like, city sounds and, like, like horror music. But it's, like, calm. But it's, like, eerie at the same time. And, like, it's hard to explain. But, like, it fits really well. And I don't know, like, why they got rid of it. I mean, I'm pretty sure I know why they got rid of it. Because silence works better in these games but it worked well for the first like four has silence but it's just like once when there is music it's kind of bopping just like two actually when mr x's theme pops up you're like ah the final act just becomes an action game and that's (laughs) of of two remake just the music's playing firing a rocket launch (laughs) shit's exploding (laughs) like it just becomes an action game that's pretty great but the fifth one is an action movie straight through well, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. And it has the sit down in one spot co- combat, you know? Okay. You know, yeah. Have you seen the original gameplay for the fourth one? Yeah. So at first I was like, oh, that's kind of funky. But it's actually kind of not that bad. It's tolerable. I That's just the era. Because the zombies move slow enough for you to shoot them. Sometimes the... Co-op did fuck you over though, because sometimes the boss fights required the AI part, your partner to or a partner to distract the boss. But if you have an AI, it's really bad. It's just really bad. It's did it's you have tough. to get someone to play it with no. you? No, I just had a. It's called the rocket launcher solution. Oh, because there's Wait, you know, well they have rocket launchers in four and five that just let you insta kill bosses. Nice. So if you're struggling, just lot rocket launcher because like another thing with five is like you know how games nowadays have like those shitty cysts you know shoot the boss of the cyst you know like the orange bubble or whatever oh sure sure right or that that weak spot you know like you know resident evil 2 remake had it so like that's just the weak point you don't have to necessarily it's just a weak point It, it helps it just helps make it easier 
but five it's like just if you two. don't shoot it you're dead like half the enemies in the game kill you in one hit and it's really frustrating because the ai partner cannot shoot for their life that sounds about right so ai companion ai, AI assist <laughs> i'm glad they have better ais now so i think five could work with the ais they have And you what? fight a fucking kraken in five on a goat with on a boat with machine guns what? in Africa, Go! and the music is kind of racist. And you shoot tribal people. Excuse me. Oh no. Oh my god. It has not aged very well. No. I don't even think it aged very well at the time it came out. People were just like, this is like the Ebola era, I think. It was not 2014. What? Because no, Ebola was before too. Ebola well, was around a version for a bit. of Ebola. A version. It comes around every once in a while. E- Remember Ebola? Remember when the meme was "Ha ha, you have Ebola," and people just say Ebola? I don't know. I'm kind of scared of Ebola after watching Twenty Eight Days Later. Not gonna. Uh-huh. Vomiting blood? Are you kidding yeah, me? I'm okay. Nah, I'm good. Nah, I'm good. I'd rather not bleed to death. Um, internal. Internal movie. bleeding. I'm good. I. So what other review? You have two Resident Evils and the twenty-eight movies. Yeah, so that was and Mario. Five, yeah, it was five. Do Do you have another one? Um, no. no. You said you played Midnight Fight. I played the first fifteen minutes. (laughs) I finished Peggle. I think Peggle. Let's go. (laughs) That's it. Well, Peggle's based Peggle. (laughs) Peggle's a game for me. It is. So, um, what'd you think of? of I'm gonna do a little hot take. I think I like how much of a black sheep the third Resident Evil is, and I actually think five is worse than three. Than three, but I like five on its own. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was saying Midnight Fights, but you played it for 15 minutes. Like, what do you mean? Oh yeah. It was alright. It just wasn't enough to engage me. It know, was enough to 15. engage me. <laughs> that 15 wasn't enough i need to have shitty action jokes and awful shitty action and awful dialogue in the first 15 minutes i don't i was very hooked because it's it plays into my dumb idiot man brain where it's just like kill everything otherwise you die i'm like let's go <laughs> you just Oh, I need to protect my wife. Let's go. So then you just throw shit at people. You're like shooting bad guys. You're like hitting people. You're throwing stuff at them and picking them up and then hitting them again with it. It was like environmental kills. It's such a fun game. But I, yeah, I, I'd say keep going because it gets better because you will unlock more abilities and you can do more insane shit. I have to beat 6, 7, and 8 before the 155 gigabytes Jedi Survivor comes out. In like, what, three, two weeks? Yeah. Have fun with that. <laughs> like two weeks. Yeah, I bought a couple games. I bought the Contra Collection, bought the Castlevania Collection, and I got the Bioshock Collection. I've been meaning to get these for a while. They were all on sale, so it was worth it. I feel like if you like Bioshock, you'll like other arcane games. Like, they didn't make arcane, but I feel like they have that same sim style, I guess. If you know well, see, I, mean. I just hear they're, like, great. And I'm like, 
Well, I've, I've been wanting to play him for a while. So I'm just like, all right, yeah, let's play Bioshock. And they're, they're the remasters. So yeah, they'll look yeah. good. And Infinite has the one kid that people do things on with on Rule 34. <laughs> it's a kid? Excuse I'm pretty sure me? it's a That's not like, okay. Like, at least like 17 or 16, I think. No. She was the Ellie before Ellie. Ew. Didn't they come out the same year, though? I thought... Bioshock came up before, but I think they... No, the third the Infinite. Yeah, I, I think they... Yeah, Infinite I thought came out before, but yeah, I think they're the... Maybe. Uh, either same. way. Yeah. And then I played Borderlands for like 30 minutes while I was waiting for my laundry to get done. <laughs> <laughs> I told you mid-game while you were playing it. I'm not even... I'm not even hating it. I like the gunplay, and it has a neat art style. But once my laundry was done, I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm done. And then just like turned it off. Never but replace it again. I went from the... I've been getting so used to my Xbox controller that when I went to play on my PlayStation, I all, like I was actually grossed out. I was like, oh God, what the fuck? I was like holding it and it felt so small in my hand. I was like, oh, It's true. Oh, Jesus. It is true. Though. Like and Then you go back to the Xbox and it's like, what? <laughs> I was like shocked almost at like like I've been playing with this controller for like five years for like five years and then I don't like last thing I played on it was God of War I think I've played a little bit of Stray so it's been months and I come back to it and it's like so weird like, I played Hitman, because I have Hitman on both my Xbox and my PlayStation. <laughs> you gotta play it both. You gotta play it both. Yeah, you do. And I played the third one. I'm sorry, the first Hitman, because that's the best one still. Fuck you. And I I was playing it, and like everything felt so clunky, and I couldn't tell if that was like the game. Because it's not like I had three that had one put into three. I got three before... I got one before three even came out. So, like... I don't know if it's just the game being clunky. Or if that's just, like, how I was, like, moving my controller. But everything felt really janky. And it was, like, kind of funny almost. Because, like... The hit animation where, like, I'd pop up. <laughs> it was, like, super... Like, janky. Like, I couldn't explain it. Maybe it's because the Xbox just runs better. It's a new gen. It is new gen. You notice the difference? <laughs> I do. Not. I've played. Crazy? I've played the first Hitman. I'm not even joking. For probably like a hundred hours, I'm like not. Even <laughs> I've wasted my life on Hitman. And well, you know, you play. I played Bethesda games on 360, Xbox One, and then you know Series X. The only thing I notice is loading times. Instead of five minutes, it's three minutes. <laughs> That's pretty cool. No, I've noticed a difference. I can tell. You're a true gamer then. I'm Will you complain about something being in 30 FPS? No, because sometimes it was just a graphic. There was just like a, a hardware issue at the time. I won't complain about that too much. Oh, Rocky City is apparently fucking shit. Well, that's funny. <laughs> like, I don't want to. That's funny. 
I'm still gonna try and play. People it. <laughs> can barely run the game. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Like not cyberpunk. Like I'm talking like it won't even open. <laughs> Rocket City. I'm talking like, Chuck Norris. Like five frame. He's the. They have Arkham. They have the Arkham deaths. You know, like when you die and then the character talks to you. Oh. Okay. When you die, the person who talks to you is Chuck Norris. Let's go. <laughs> Did you really think you could beat me? Well, Chuck Norris is badass. <laughs> I don't know. They spent all their money on the celebrities. They forgot to make a game. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just they just uh, they just hired people on um, on uh, cameo. Here's fifteen dollars. Read the script. Here's fifteen dollars. Read the script. Here's fifteen dollars. Read the script. For Chuck Norris, excuse me. And they just got a Chuck Norris lookalike to play him in the game. And then they use like an AI to get his voice. <laughs> yeah, they have to. They take a sample from the cameo and then they use the AI to generate it. I don't know why they just couldn't get a sample from a movie. Whatever. They had to have some budget. They, they didn't want the studio. They didn't want the producing or whoever published it to go hey where'd you put this million dollars not into drugs at all i put it into cocaine methamphetamine i'm putting into cocaine and hookers methamphetamine man help fuck no <laughs> Leon, help. have you seen donkey's video um i saw like the first three minutes maybe there's the castle part where she's actually dying constantly. Leon, help! <laughs> <laughs> she died. Leon, Leon, Leon. Yeah, her arc in the game is um, um, at the end, Leon is like, I think you can take care of yourself. <laughs> she nice. never took care of herself the entire game. I think you could take care of yourself. <laughs> Leon, help! Leon, help! Leon, help! It's fucking explode. What the fuck? Leon! 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 You ready for you're at the Oscars? Leon! Yes, Leon. You're at the Leon the professional? Leon Leon Lay Professional. That's Isn't that about like an assassin? Yeah. Yeah. See, I thought that was an international movie, but but I'm a fucking dumbass because it has like all American actors in it. Like, wait a minute, I'm just fucking stupid. I guess I don't. Leon, Leon, help! Here we go. All right, so you ready? I I I I wanted to do an easy one. So we're actually doing last year's. We're doing the one of Coda. Because it's interesting to... It's been a year since it's won Best Picture. And I find it curious. The impact it's made a year afterwards. Very little. <laughs> Very little. Name one character. I, don't, I haven't seen it. There is no <laughs> cultural impact. <laughs> I'm not even joking. It's biggest moment was when it won. And then people forgot that it won. And it was just like, okay. I feel like that's like half the Academy, though. Oh, like the winners, you mean? Yeah. 
they just forget. They're like, okay, yeah, sure. And every once in a while, they'll be like, oh, yeah. That's that. pretty Or there's fun. one like, whoa! Or there's just like, yeah, that's pretty cool. It's like, huh? It's like Green Book when it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Green Book? Green Book. And then they had Parasite, and it was like, oh! And then they had Nomadland, and at the time, people were going crazy, but now people think it's mid. And then Coda won, and people think... People forget that it won. So, like, next year, I'll talk about this year's to see the EEAAO cultural impact a year later. None. Don't Zero s- cultural impact. Barbie. <laughs> I forgot this movie even came out. Idiot. Gladiator. Stupid. <laughs> Alright, so, Coda won, which is really funny, because it's like a Hallmark movie, basically. But, like, with better performances, I get... Literally, I've seen all ten Best Picture nominees except for this one. <laughs> the one that won, I haven't seen. I'm just like, oh, okay. From what I've heard as good performances, I'm like, that's it. <laughs> People think the writing's bad. People think the direction is bad. People just think it's like a mid-movie. And then just one Best Picture. I'm like, okay, then. Crash. Um, I don't think people think it's as bad as Crash. Because Crash is, like, actually racist. Um, I don't think this movie is racist. Um, but it won SAG Ensemble, and that just allowed people to be like, you know what? I'm gonna give it to the deaf people movie. What is about deaf people? (laughs) Yeah. Child of Deaf Adult. That's what it stands for. I thought it was like some sort of music thing. But it is. It's both. <laughs> oh. It's both, yeah. Is it like August Rush? Imagine! <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, I... August Rush to Coda. Dude. I just... I, yeah, I've been backlogging them. I just finished the, uh, the No Country for Old Men year. This is also the year August Rush got a song nomination. <laughs> Seeing it there literally made me cringe so much. Wait, just... August Rush was deaf, right? Yeah. So could he be the the father in Coda? No. Why? Well, because a Freddie Highmore's not that old. <laughs> it was Freddie Highmore, right? Am I crazy? Yeah, I thought Freddy it was. Highmore. Okay. <laughs> no, it's, it wasn't. Bullshit! It was Freddie. No, it was Freddie Highmore. It was Greg Heffley. <laughs> Anywho, we all know what, what, I'd like to keep going, we've been on this for like five minutes, oh my gosh, okay, so, it beat Power of the Dog, which is pretty funny, what are you doing? You just just an image of what are they doing? Oh, he's it's... crying. And which one? What? I think he's crying. <laughs> That's a really funny meme. Look at, oh no, no, keep it, keep it on that image. That's really bad. Oh man. You gotta keep it on the one where he's crying with his like quivering lip. That one, yeah. Keep it on that. Keep it on that. <laughs> All right. I'd like to keep going. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. So, alright, what else was nominated? Belfast, literally the worst fucking... <laughs> Belfast is actually fucking terrible. I can't fucking... Okay, Dune, 
should have won. Not even my favorite in the category, but Dune was great. Dune was really great. Don't Look Up. <laughs> That's really funny. Uh, Licorice Pizza. That was a mid Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Why? Why? Is it called licorice pizza? There's no licorice pizza in well, the movie. Well, it's a metaphor. Everything's a metaphor. Is the Good Doctor a metaphor? No, the Good Doctor is a shitty show. <laughs> well, okay. what about this then? Well, he's a serial killer. It's fine. He's the Joker, baby. Oh, I'm the Joker. Oh, uh, he, he is. I don't know. He was a serial killer in the show. No, he's not. I'm joking. Oh. You goon. Okay, keep it on. All right. West Side Story, should have won. That's my favorite of the lineup. King Richard, I actually thought it was a good movie. A lot of people thought it was cheesy and bad. Nightmare Alley was mid, not Del Toro's best. And Drive My Car is an absolute banger. Absolute banger. I'd recommend Drive My Car to anyone who is willing to pay attention to a three-hour slow burn Japanese movie. But very good. Uh, this is the first year that it was a secure lineup of 10 in like a decade. Because even though they could have, they only nominated like 8 or 9 each year for some reason. But this is the first year that like we're doing a guaranteed 10. Um, so this lineup could have included Tick Tick Boom, which is very good. I'm not a big fan of Lin-Manuel Miranda. Miranda. But I thought he made a good movie. Um, director, Jane Campion won. It's not surprising. Kenneth Branagh for Belfast. Fuck you, you stupid rodent. <laughs> I fucking hate this movie so much. Why was Kenneth Branagh for Belfast nominated and not Denis Villeneuve? That is fucking stupid. Well, because Denis is... He is a funny name, Dennis Villeneuve. <laughs> Dennis Villeneuve. <laughs> of this lineup, I would have gone with Spielberg. But, like, he has three Oscars, so it wasn't too necessary. I would have gone for Dennis Villanueva. He wasn't even nominated, you goon of the nominees. That's why he was... That's because they're saving... They're going to do what Lord of the Rings did. They're just going to save all the Oscars for the last one. Except if they keep making them, they're not going to give it to them. That's true. They're going to avatar themselves. Just this... Oh, yeah, where they're like, we'll give it to the next one. And then... And the next one gets less nominations than the first one. We'll give it to the next one. Um, yeah, Paul Thomas Anderson, Flickwish Pizza, okay. Rasuki Hamaguchi, Drive My Car, very good director pick. But yeah, Villeneuve was snubbed for some reason. Like, why? Brandon was awful. I fucking, I went to the theater. I sat down and I watched it. There was one old couple that for some reason had the entire theater, and they thought, you know what I'm going to do? We're going to sit right in front of the other person. I was the only one there, right? I walk in, no one bought a ticket, so I put myself there, right? They had the entire theater to themselves. They said, we're going to sit right in front of the other person. So there's this fucking old couple that's talking the entire movie in front of me, and the movie's ass anyways. So I'm just like sitting there, like bored and frustrated at the same time. Belfast is fucking garbage, by the way. <laughs> I can't <laughs> express enough how bad Belfast is. It's really fucking awful. Waste of money. Waste of time. It? 
That's me. <laughs> Best actor, Will Smith for King Richard. So despite his slap, I actually thought he deserved his Oscar. I thought he deserved it. I thought he was pretty great in the movie. He won everything. I know it's funny because he's like rapper guy, Will Smith, 90s bro. But like, he actually did like a great job. And he's given several good performances before, you know. So I'm just like, Constipation, is that what the other one is? No, that's not it. He was nominated for playing Muhammad Ali. Well, I was and saying he was that's, that's, that's one of his newer ones, is Constipation. No, it's it, Concussion, it, and he wasn't nominated. No, I was talking about... Uh, uh, I forgot the name of it. What are you talking about? Emancipation? Yeah, there we go. Emancipation. Get it? Because Constipation and Emancipation. That's a slave movie. I wouldn't make too many jokes about it. <laughs> Um, maybe he was mid in that movie. I don't know. People thought it was great, but the movie was like, bad. <laughs> based, <laughs> based. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch probably would have won in any other year, but he lost. Has sorry, Benedict. Um, Andrew Garfield for Tick Tick Boom would have been my personal pick, but I'm I'm glad Will Smith won. Denzel got his like seventh Oscar nomination for the tragedy of Macbeth. Then Javier Bardem for being the Ricardos, who was like pretty not good in the movie. I don't know why he was nominated. Uh, Um, a couple of other ones. Leo DiCaprio for Don't Look Up was actually pretty good. Nick Cage and Pig, they would have never gone out of their way to do it, but he was so amazing in that movie. He will get his whale eventually. He already has an Oscar. He'll get his second one. Eventually. <laughs> what did he win for? He won for um, leaving Las Vegas. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, I remember now. All right. Best actress, Jessica Chastain. Caked in makeup and sings. That's like a that's like a recipe for an Oscar win right there. That's like a recipe for an Oscar win. You had me at makeup to up. Maked up. Maked up. Maked up. Maked up. Uh, Nicole Kidman being the Ricardos was pretty good. Olivia Coleman for Lost Daughter, pretty good. Kristen Stewart for Spencer was amazing. She should have been the winner, but that didn't happen. Whoopsie daisy. And then Penelope Cruz for an international film called Parallel Mothers. I don't think he is Psycho Bateman. I don't think he's Psycho Bateman. Freddie Highmore has... He looks too stupid. <laughs> he looks he looks too stupid. I don't okay. Um let's see. Alright, so who was snubbed? Lady Gaga got everything for House of Gucci. She wasn't even that good, but she got in everywhere. Um Rachel Zegler won Comedy Golden Globe for West Side Story. Very good. Supporting actor Troy Kotzer, the second deaf person to ever win for CODA. Gave a great speech, too. This was one of the worst ceremonies, like, ever, but the speeches were pretty good. I feel like, because that's why you're there, you know? You're not there for the cringy, eeny, schumer, Spider-Man Spider- Yeah. You're not Spider-Man. there for that. You're there 
for good winners, you know, and he was a great winner. Uh, Cody Smith McPhee for the power of the dog. I guess he was good. <laughs> I'm not the biggest fan, but like, I guess he was fine. Kieran Hines in Belfast was bad. <laughs> he was a grandpa that's just like, had like a really thick Irish accent. It's just like, you're going to be okay. <laughs> that was really bad. I'm sorry. No! <laughs> August Rush. That's so bad. Why does this look so ass? Wait a minute. <laughs> Stock photo. Let's this is my wallpaper now. Shitty low quality image. Oh, I got there. Um, Jesse Plemons, Power of the Dog, was like good. J.K. Simmons for being the Ricardos. That's really bad. You know what? Could have been nominated, but thankfully didn't. Jared Leto for House of Gucci. He he was just Mario for some reason. Like I really couldn't explain. I'm like, wait, what are you doing? Why are you acting well, like this? Didn't, didn't, he was nominated for a Razzie that year. I remember that. He won it, the Razzie. He won it? Oh my he God. He won the Razzie that year. Because he was that bad. And he deserved to win that Razzie. All right, supporting actress, Ariana DeBose, West Side Story. Fantastic win. Anjanou Ellis, King Richard, very good. Uh, Jesse Buckley for The Lost Daughter. It was like a surprise nomination, but like a very good one. And then Judy Dench for Belfast was literally in like three scenes. And then there was like a close up, and she's like, Don't look back. And like, that's it. That was her Oscar clip. And it was fucking. And she was put in over Katrina Bell for Belfast. It was like the only good part of the movie, I thought. And the one good part of the movie was gone. Didn't get nominated. So fuck you, Belfast. Speaking of Belfast, speaking of Belfast, it won screenplay. Awful, awful screenplay, by the way. Maybe the worst in the category. And of course it won. Because it's, it's, it's the Academy. Of course, of course, of course. People thought PTA would win for Licorice Pizza. He is now 0-11 for Oscars. He's been nominated 11 times and he's never won. Don't Look Up was a possibility that won the WGA. What? Why? What? Polygonal? Breaking Bad. <laughs> Polygonal Walter White. Okay. I got it. Uh, okay. So then... Alright, adapted screenplay. Coda wins, beating Power of the Dog. I uh, like I haven't even seen Coda, but like Power of the Dog is a great screen. You gotta stop clicking stuff. <laughs> um Dune for screenplay. Do you even remember the script for Dune at all? I don't think it should have been nominated. Like, that's fucking stupid. That's cause like my biggest issue is they didn't translate any of the actual themes over they just had like the weird world building stuff it's just like this is the tech that you use in battle this is the shield that you use this is the knife and like they attempt to talk about like warfare but like most of it's just like i'm having visions and then there's like a bug and then he like catches it somehow 
fucking and then he couldn't eats fucking see it. And then like the barons on like the ceiling or something. The script's really not that great. I don't know. Why it was not like I read the first half going into the movie, and there's so many good scenes of like character development and like really interesting themes, and the movie just doesn't do any of it, which is why I didn't love the movie. While everyone was like, 9 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Master. I'm like, 7. <laughs> 7 out of 10. I had my problems with the story. Until Dune Part 2. We'll see. Hopefully it picks up. Hopefully it picks up. So now we're literally just going to talk about Dune winning like 5 fucking Oscars in a row. So Dune wins cinematography. That's a good winner. Like, in the text, completely deserved. Good, good. Well, it's Dennis, Dennis, so. Dennis. Greg Frazier won his first Oscar for Dune. Very good. He did the first season of Mando. Did the Batman. He's on a hot streak. He's on a hot streak. Uh, Power of the Dog was nominated. Like, a very good looking lineup. West Side Story, Janusz Kaminski, very good looking. Nightmare Alley. Gorgeous cinematography. If Belfast got in, they would have fucking tanked the light. <laughs> just because it's in black and white just means your movie looks good. Kenneth. Editing, Dune wins despite winning no major precursors. Because for some reason, no one wanted to give it to Dune. Then Dune won anyway. It was a very sharply edited movie. It's like great pacing. It's two and a half hours, and it didn't feel like that. Um... Yeah, there's some good nominees in here. King Richard, especially. Sports movie. Well edited. Score. Hans Zimmer wins his second Oscar for Doom. He won his first for The Lion King. Like 30 years prior. Oh, I just can't wait to be queen. That's not what it was. Or king or whatever. Um, let's see here. Yeah. I don't remember the score of any of these other movies. Like, I'm not even joking. Like, I've listened to all of them. The only one I remember is Dune. Because it fucks so hard. It's so good. On Like, he made new instruments. He did some wacky shit for this movie. I hope he wins another Oscar for part two. Because fuck you. Production design, Dune swept because they built, like, some ships. And, like, the architecture of the interiors, I guess. Sand. That's not... They shot in the desert. That doesn't count. Which desert? The... the a desert. The desert that's in Africa. They shot in Africa. I don't know. Because that's all desert. Where they shot. As an American, Africa is all desert. That's pretty racist. The Middle East is kind of desert. <laughs> My God. Actually, no, that's wrong. The Middle East is desert. Africa is just savanna with lions. It's so bad. You know, there are jungles and rivers nope. and dry land. No water. Racism kicks in. <laughs> Stereo. Can you stop clicking I'm stuff? A stereotype for Americans. That's what I am. <laughs> Making fun of the American stereotype. Why are you clicking stuff? You gotta stop clicking stuff. <laughs> that should be my 
That's background. A, that's my just, wallpaper. It's just like a drink. <laughs> you don't even know what it is. It's just a drink. It could be something illegal. Well, then you shouldn't have it as your background. Um, alrighty. Let's see here. I'm just gonna quickly go through these. Cruella, one costume design. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. It's like not even like a bad win. It's just Cruella's so mid. Like I was like, ah, uh, I, I would have given it to Dune. <laughs> I would have given it to. Dune. And then they're gonna use that for marketing for all their other remakes. Well, what the costume for designer? Cruella two, which they're sequel making. to the Academy, which they're award. making. Yeah, yeah, which they're making. Yeah. They made Cruella a good person. This is so fucking shit. Uh, <laughs> Just like okay, Maleficent. Okay. Hair and makeup went to Tammy Faye because they transformed Jessica Chastain. I would have, again, given it to Dune, I guess. But, like, she looks uncannily similar. So, I guess that's fine. VFX Dune. What? Oh, my God. Crazy. I would have given it to Coda. Which wasn't nominated and didn't have any. Coda should have been nominated. I watch Free Guy was nominated. Now that's, that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Free Guy Vision. That's pretty bad. No Way Home got it, I guess. The biggest snub was Matrix. Like, it looked fine. I wouldn't have given it a nomination. Sound went to Dune. It was the loudest movie. Th- like the copters that they fly around in they use like cat purrs and stuff like that's really cool how they used sound but it's like mixed really loud <laughs> and then it's just <laughs> it's just like everything's really freaking loud and like the sand <laughs> just like the theater experience is so loud dude do you not watch like little videos on how they do sound like behind the scenes at all i do sometimes that stuff's really interesting yeah like so. cat purrs i would have never thought to do that for like a like a sci-fi copter cat purrs <laughs> it's crazy but like, well they obviously mix it with other things well yeah 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 because like the godzilla the new godzilla roar is a mix of like a car door slamming and, like, a bunch of other, like, weird random shit. But, like, I don't know how they can come up with the idea of, like, let's slam a car door and add that to the sound. There was something. I don't... It's something... It's a sound really iconic. And they figured it out by accidentally throwing something in the garbage. And they're like, wait a minute. That actually sounds like what we're looking for. I don't remember what it is, but... Sound work goes underappreciated because yeah. they they have to go through like hell to try and find that stuff. They're like, like there's like a really like ingrained in my head video of the behind the scenes of Rango, where it's like the sound team trying to like make the footstep noises. So they had like cloth that like was wrapped around like wood blocks that would go. And, like, sound design's, like, really cool, you know? 
And these people sound like experts on it. They're they're like, yeah, we get this nice little whoosh feeling. What? (laughs) They just, they know what they're doing. And you kind of, you just, you go with it. You got to let them go with it, you know. Son Billy Eilish wins for No Time to Die. That's pretty. Encanto! (laughs) Encanto is so fucking... I didn't even hate it. It just became so popular, and everyone was like, yeah, that's Encanto! Encanto! Then we forgot about it the next week. <laughs> that's so true. I literally forgot that I saw it. Okay. International. Drive My Car is not made for Best Picture. So it won international. Crazy. Documentary, Summer of Soul. Very good documentary winner. I didn't, like, love the movie, but, like, what it means for, like, a lot of people. It's a very good Animated, this is your category. This is your category, animated. Encanto wins. Because it had two other nominations. Encanto D's nuts in your mouth. That doesn't even make sense. I honestly fucking hate Disney so much. <laughs> like, it was such a mid-winner. Like, goddamn, It won Golden Globe and BAFTA and the PGA. Mitchell's won Critics' Choice in the Annie. They're smart. They gave it to the real. Like, I'm I'm not even joking when I say this. Mitchell's swept critics groups. It won like over thirty, and then Encanto won like like fifteen. It won like half of what Mitchell's won, but because the Oscars are fucking owned by Disney, they gave it to Encanto. Which is surprising. I, I Turning Red didn't win this year. I'm not too surprised. It was bad. <laughs> Wait until this year. What's coming out this year? Um, How do you live? For Disney. Spider-Verse. For Disney. Oh, Wish, which is a musical. Yeah. And then Elemental. By the way, I know what the lineup is. It's How do you live? Wish, Elemental, Spider-Verse. And I think... TMNT, because they usually go with American Hollywood-made animation, and they usually don't have two international animated movies anymore. They used to have them, like, consistently. But now, because it's no longer their own branch, everyone can vote in on it. It's just a bunch of shitty American movies. So, we'll be lucky if we get How Do You Live in the lineup this year. What if How Do You Live is a mid? Don't bring that energy here. I need it to be good. I need it to get into best picture. Because it'd be like a fuck you to Disney, you know? No, it's gonna be, um... The next animated movie to be in best picture is going to be Despicable Me 4. That's really bad. That's so bad. That's... No, I don't want that. That does not sound very good. Um, yeah. Come up with your Mario remake, bud. We're doing that next week. I, I would do a Mario movie. Mario. It would be about Mario being the bad guy, actually. And Bowser's the true hero. Him and his 12-foot-long dick. 
That's true. Turtles are wacky dick. We've seen the video. Must. Like, Anywho. Um, Where'd that thing even come from? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, ooh, 10.30. Let's go. You know what? I've been up since 5.30. That's pretty awesome. I really can't explain it. Right? I, I've been sleeping in these past couple of days. And then this morning, my body was just like, get up. Wake up. Wake up. <laughs> Wake up. You have to play Fortnite. This is like, you're awake. <laughs> Dragon Ball. And it's just... Dragon Ball. That's literally... No, it's it's the beginning of Skyrim, and that's me, but with like my body, just like you, you're finally awake. You, you're finally awake. It's like you're the one that woke me. It doesn't matter. You're trying to cross the border, right? Same as us, and that thief over there. <sighs> that's pretty fun. But yeah, overall, oh, I came up with the favorites question this week. What's your favorite meme? That depends, because like you know, sometimes memes just sort of just die. Sure. Is there like one that you find to be consistently enjoying every time it pops up? Mine's so like format or like like. It can be literally anything. One that constantly pops up that is like. Well, maybe not constantly, but like when you see it, you get a chuckle. You're like, ah, that's a good meme, you know. I see a lot of memes. Yeah, no, I do too. But that's why I ask. You know, it's like because I, I I knew I needed a favorites question, so I was like, okay, let's do favorite meme. Mine used to be free real estate because it just kind of fit with everything. Yeah. Um. Now, some of them are so good. And, like, every time I see it, I laugh. But they're so hard to explain. Because they just make no sense. I think the... I'm trying to... And it's just, like, sometimes... It's not even, like, a format. It's just, like, one meme that's made once, you know? They kind of just stumble upon that you're like, Hey, that was pretty good! And then you keep it. So, like, I guess meme format would make more sense. Because, like, you can use it consistently. Like, you'd find it more. So, like, like a Sigma meme. Or, like, a like back in the day when it was, like, the fucking fiery melees. And, and the weird face thing. Yeah. I think Sigma memes can be funny, but they're kind of overplayed right now. And sometimes there are ones that people actually take seriously, and it's like, oh, that you're that. you're missing. <laughs> yeah, the joke went over your head. Um, this is the joke. This is your head. <laughs> um, yeah, I would. S- there are some really good Joe Biden memes. Yeah, right now it's definitely the president stuff. I wouldn't me, but... entirely go with, like, AI, but just, 
the shenanigans Biden gets into. Well, that's really that's funny. true. Like they somehow come up with consistent characters. Biden is uh, Obama's usually the neutral one, and then they have the two extremes. The two yeah. extremes, usually. They're Some both questionable. Change the character up, but yeah, I don't know. Him just saying soda, <laughs> soda, Obama, soda, Obama, soda, or like, it's like, what kind of ice cream did you get? And then he like, it was like triple chocolate chip, and then like mentions like the, the Russian threat. It's like, what would you do about it? Triple chocolate chip. <laughs> <laughs> or like when he fell over on his bike. Or oh really good ones like when he left at the end of the speech he just turned around just started walking away. There was a funny meme where it was like the Black Ops 2 bus. And it's just like the bus comes up and just starts walking towards (laughs) He's just walking away. Yeah. Some of them are really funny. And I can't explain it. Cause it's just, there's it's one where funny. he's it's at the end of a speech and he goes to shake someone's hand and no one's there, so he just stands there. Yeah, that's right. He just turns around. His back is to the camera. He's just staring at the back wall. First, like United States president, folks. Oh, that's so funny. I think it. I think I gotta go with Joe Biden. It's just like the person. The meme potential of Joe Biden. Like, everything he does, just... It's so funny. There's no reason for it to be this funny. That's the point. It's a psyop. They're distracting us from the real issues. There's, like, one time where he got off of a helicopter, and he just... He had to follow the sidewalk... But when he got to the end of the sidewalk, instead of turning, he just kept walking into the grass. He just kept walking. He's just, he looks so sad. He's like, Hunt, he's just staring. He's just walking in the grass. And they're like, sir, you gotta go. He just kept walking. <laughs> he just kept walking. He's really silly. But he's 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 funny. He is the funny. Look what you... Obama. Obama. So... My favorite game is Doritos Crash Course. Oh. Favorite game. <laughs> Doritos Crash these nuts in your mouth. We never talked about it, did we? No. It's a it's a bad game. It's a really fun <laughs> product placement video game. Me when I've been up for seventeen out. <laughs> Just <laughs> two more. My eyes like sagging, like my right eye feels like it's about to fucking explode. <laughs> Just damn it, I'm like a husk. <laughs> See, I find it interesting how like people can pull all nighters, or people can be up for like forty eight hours and be just fine. Like, I can, I can, I never have pulled an all nighter. Find it interesting how. uh People who uh, complain about waking up early to go to school are the same people who stay up until 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. That used to be me, actually. Because, like, I wouldn't get my work done, and then I'd get distracted because I had to get my work done. 
And then I'd realize it's been an hour. I'm like, oh shit, I should probably get my stuff done. And then it's like one o'clock. And then I'm just like, eh, I'll do it in the morning. And then it's the morning. And then I'm just like, oh, I have time at school. I'll just go back to sleep. And then it's at school. And I'm like rushing it. And it's like, oh, well, I can get it done in class. Sure. <laughs> and then I get to class. And I'm working on it. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm probably going to turn it in really poorly. That was actually an episode of Gumball. Was it? That I just watched, yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah, that's kind of weird that you just happened to talk about that. It was, yeah, it was a good episode. So, yeah, speaking of Mario, they're like, the Mario movie, you know, they're like, it's it's for kids, just let it go. Gumball is for kids, and I think it's Kino. Yeah. So. We could watch some Gumball after this. We could. You know, we don't have to, but we could. <laughs> Fall asleep to Gumball. It's so good. So, like, of course he's saying Minnesota, but I like how they cut it. It's like just saying soda. Soda. <laughs> so, and everyone starts cheering. So. So going into the spring, we don't actually have a lot going on. We might have like some news, maybe a couple of reviews. But for the most part, these should be pretty small episodes going forward. Watch the next one be like five. <laughs> we have to go in depth about Mario's backstory. We need to discuss the social commentary in Mario. Of Mario. Of Mario. See, it's actually social commentary on uh, racism. The racism. The toads are used for slaves. French Revolution. They must kill Princess Peach. We make like a three-hour Mario epic for like literally no reason. We have to unite the kingdoms against Bowser. But there's only one other kingdom. Fuck me. Unite the Fortnite kingdom. Fortnite battle. <laughs> you have to unite all the kingdoms in a Fortnite. In a Fortnite? <laughs> That's going to be used in the Fortnite movie. That we have to gain make. a bunch of allies to fight the bad guy in a Fortnite. And it's in a Fortnite? <laughs> starring Dwayne well, no, the Rock Johnson. No, see, Dwayne the Rock Johnson's making the It Takes Two movie. That's going to be shit. It Takes Two so good. I, I've gotten, like, halfway through. It's really good. But it's Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He's producing it. He hasn't confirmed if he's starring in it or not. He's starring in it. Fuck me. If he's attached to anything, it's gonna be shit. Oh, I hope he's, like, the book. So he's, like, barely in it. That's what I want. I want him to be the book. So he shows up, like, once. Maybe twice. Each level. And, like, that's it. But he needs to be the main character. He needs to be the lead. With no flaws. Seems contract. It's really bad. Anywho, you can do the outro. ChilliMarty69 on Twitter, the real ChillMart on Instagram, ChillMart on Spotify, and ChillMart Podcast on YouTube. Yes. Uh, Dwayne The Rock 